Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Leaving me, dipping out on me, already got what you needed, I guess. Welcome to the Extra Gravy Show. We're back. We're feeling good here on this Wednesday morning. I see you there on the 401. You're stuck in traffic. Someone just flipped you the bird. Fuck him, right? Turn down your window and say, suck your mother. As you get sucked up. Because we here at the EG. Why is that music so fucking like uppity? It's so like radio. It's so radio. Oh my god. Um, I'm gonna try and talk with my radio voice for this whole podcast. You can hold the mic closer to you. Can I? Yes. (laughs) Yes, you can. Let me just raise your levels there. Well, tell me this. <laughs> Tell me this. How did you raise my levels so quickly? Oh, uh, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, we got a little thing called a Patreon, right? Patreon. Got a little thing called a Patreon. And these these patron saints, these angels, they have helped. Our, our listeners have helped contribute to the progression of this podcast. All right? And we now have a real mixer. You hear me screaming, and it is not overbearing. Uh huh. Ain't no crazy cracks. Ain't no peaks on the sound. We ain't hitting the reds. No. You know why? We're giving you this crystal sound, this crystal clear sound, this crystal clear clarity sound. Baby, you can see through the sound because uh, we got a, a new mixer. Um, thanks to everybody on the Patreon. Patreon, you paying our bills? You guys helped us. Um put towards you know getting this and oh man we cannot thank you guys enough i mean in the long run it comes back to you guys anyways like you get to hear us better now look we we get to share an experience together even more clearer now it's just it's just beautiful won't you agree baby we got a little sound walk on we got a little sound walk on i mean one more for I think it's really funny because you're the only one that could hear it, and maybe the listeners now. Only man that can hear it. Hear shit. The only man that can fucking hear shit. No, the next upgrade is headphones. Get your headphones. (laughs) 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 Get us a new pair of headphones and some new microphones. You know who you need to to ask for that? Ja Rule. Nah, you need to take the sword of the spirit. Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! I'm gonna have way too much fun with this shit. I'm gonna have way too much fun. And when you get the headphones next week, oh my oh, god. Man, once I start thinking of which sounds I want yeah, programmed into right? that week, got you all it. I wanna hear a direct. What we'll do, what we'll do is part. we'll split it down the middle. 
I'll pick four every week, and you pick four every we, week. We only, got eight sounds only here. Only eight? Don't they give us like? I mean, only an eight. Like, we like, had zero last week. But <laughs> the fuck, man! But the Just be grateful. An to like, no, no, more? there's no other right. options. I guess that's the next one. Now, now that we're getting all these gadgets, <laughs> gotta get an extra sound. You're gonna get your own soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, son, I want my own. Oh, I want to be own. crazy if we can link them. You can oh, link we them. Could Bluetooth the. Toots. I mean, you'd have to get this one. Oh, Bluetooth. Yeah, that's the thing. You could Bluetooth your, your MacBook into it. Oh. And then we could download a soundboard and I just mean, do it that way. I mean, secretly, my MacBook can be my soundboard right now Yo, if I really fam, need I uh, could actually, <laughs> like, sounds? hear myself. I'm wearing headphones, and, like, it's plugged in, and man's can hear himself. Like, this is crazy, man. The pod- you guys you don't understand, the podcast has just reached a whole new level. I mean, the podcast has reached a whole new oh. level in the past oh. week in general. We are already the greatest podcast in this galaxy. Right. I don't know about other galaxies. I can't. I can't speak to those. Like, I can't know, speak to those. I'm not there. We're here in the extra gravy galaxy. But we're here in the extra gravy galaxy. You feel me? We dripping sauce, mad sauce. Mm, we don't fuck with Milky Way. Oh my God, the it's faucet the gravy is way, broken. Baby. The faucet is broken, baby girl. You got that gravy boat? Let's stay along, baby. Gravy train, choo choo. That's for me, Norman, intern. Fuck you. Ah, <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> I was just saying to this guy earlier I'm like I know you come out of a train With a t-shirt on Like Winnie the Pooh <laughs> Cause he got the honey Look at the honey This fucking sicko So he picks up he the old two. honey Right He picks up the old honey And he's like See This is when it's good This is when you gotta get it When it's down to the fucking bar So the, the, the when it hits the bottom Of the label He just buys a new one That's when you gotta get the next one When you get it down to the when you, okay, you are at what? That's like one one eighth of the bottle now. Yeah, you're about one seventh, one eighth of the bottle. But you're saying that's the concentrated level right there. That's like the best part of the honey. Or you're saying that's when you move on to the next bottle. That's when it's your signal to buy a new one. Are you you're dicking your dick in this honey? No, no. You're, you're dipping your dick in this honey. You are a real sicko, man. Actually, not a bad idea. Now that I, I think about it, say, put like, it in a bowl, dip it in there, then healthy. go go to wifey. Like ah uh, ah, uh. but if she says no, then, then it's just sticky yeah. and. But that is also the anti lube. But wait, no, honey is good for your skin, no? Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. So look at that, fellas. Put the dick. Put the, put your honey on the dick. Go in there, surprise her. If she says no, hey, at least you exfoliated, niggas. Right. She. Right. Yeah. <laughs> is that exfoliating? I don't no, know. Exfoliating is when you have something, r- some r- roughing up your, the pores of your skin. So, like if I dip my dick in sand and then so like put it in a pussy, like, that's, yeah, the is that exfoliating the inside, the inside of a pussy? I think they call that the um, the chicken cutlet. Oh, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that the chicken cutlet? That's the Patrice O'Neill <laughs> oh chicken cutlet. Sandy pumps? <laughs> oh, like sand dust in a pum pum? No, man. <laughs> Here, okay, like hold, sand let, in an hourglass. <laughs> these are the All days of our pumps. Yo, we never talk about how certain soap opera stars switch soap operas, but were a different character, like completely. Like I swear, uh, dude, Shamar Moore, he went on to like another one, and he was somebody different. Did he? I, f- I could have sworn I him do remember. or Neil. R.I.P. Neil. God hmm. damn, that's my no, dog. I don't know if you ever remember, but um, back in the day, back in the shows day, shows my age. Uh, Bold and the Beautiful, and 
Young and the Restless had a crossover. Yup. Oh and man. Sheila. Yup. Went to the other side. Yeah, I remember that. That shit was like when WWF and WWE came together, right. and, and that, Hulk Hogan switched sides. I was like, yeah, oh, that's shit, when the NWO, NWA, yeah. or was it NWO? I was convinced at that moment that the nineties were the craziest. I was like, nothing's gonna beat the nineties, son. Yeah, I mean. I mean, let's be real. Let's be real here. Gold, they call a it a golden buck. golden era for a reason. I've always said that that is the perfect time for humanity for copious amounts of reasons. A, because we're on the cusp of so many things without being on tarnished. the cusp. Exactly. We have internet, but mm-hmm. it's not fast enough for us to stay on the shit for hours on end. Yep. You got frustrated. You'd be on the internet for like trying to look up stuff or play a game or whatever. Yeah. Pages are taking like fucking 10 minutes to load. Like you can literally, you could have literally made food sometimes with how slow pages loaded. Mm. I don't even know how niggas watch porn back in the But like days. between, between cell phones and the internet alone. Yeah. Like those two technological advances have t- changed the course of our planet. Bro, bro. And like, we were accepting of grown fucking men. Grown white men at that. Let's put that out there. Grown white men dressing alike, dancing choreography, and singing songs that we knew were made for like teenagers. And we were p- completely fine with it. And the world was actually yeah. great. Like when I mean there wasn't just one. It wasn't like there was just one direction and that's it. Like there were at least 14, 15 different boy bands, girl bands. From years though. And they ruled not only just adults, it's like a Pixar movie. You know how a Pixar movie, you go to it, and you don't care to bring your kids because you know they're going to have some adult jokes in there too that the kids mm-hmm. might not necessarily mm-hmm. get. And it's like, that's the same thing with that movement. Like, <laughs> the, the Spice Girls had an effect on the adults just as much as it had on the kids. Because I remember adults were starting to dress like Posh Spice and Baby Spice was yeah. making girls walk around with fucking lollipops I know, and shit. I, I know the kids didn't know what Ziggy Zig Ha was, but I knew what Ziggy Zig Ha was. If you okay. want to be my lover... Right? You gotta get with my friends. What girls don't even say that now? That is open relationship anthem. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, <laughs> I, wanna, I, wanna, I, wanna I wanna, really, really, really wanna zig zig Oh, you wanna do the zig zig ha? Don't you scary? I wanna. I didn't even think about that. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna. <laughs> she wants the zig zig ha, bro. But even that, man, yo, I think they are programming our minds via boy bands. No, of course they were like because if you think about it, all that shit was formulaic. Yeah, like, everything was done to a T. They they understood like how it worked. Max but Martin. Then, but then along comes the internet. Along comes Kazaa. Along comes uh, Napster. And it changes the whole game and changes how people yeah. take in music, ingest it, purchase it, everything. Well, we talked about it last week with like pop music, right? Like how manufactured it is. So if you think about it that way, when you're thinking of big, big labels who are reaching masses, this is when people are selling millions. Mm-hmm. Like you could, you could be a boy band and sell a million first week. Easy. Easy. And with that type of power... You're doing the Disney move where Disney would subliminally put in sexual things and you're just like, why? Is this were the animators bored? Like when you grow up, are you like, were they bored? And I just always think the animators were bored. If if I That's was doing what I that feel shit, like. I'd be like, yo, let me see if I can sneak this in right quick. Right? Exactly. Because right? who really thinks like I feel like it's a bet in the lunchroom type thing. 100%. Like, yo, could you write sex in the dust in Lion King? Like I asked my cousin, because <laughs> he he actually was one of the main um animators for Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, shit. For a lot of Pixar movies, all right? 
So I like, love Wreck It Ralph. On, tell me that's you, the video game one, right? right? That's the video game. I show. fucking it's love so that one. So good. Oh my god. And I asked him like, "Yo, bro, do you do you snip in any like little things on your own? Like, do you do you try to like throw some some of your own things and, and like, yeah, we always do it. Like, yeah, we always try to slip in something that only we know is in there, but nobody else will really. Yeah, do. yeah, exactly. So like, I while, even while inside jokes, this big conspiracy. It could be something very, very minuscule and you know not I mean? even that serious. Or it could be just like Jay-Z, like people like saying, oh, Jay-Z's part of the Illuminati, so he releases a music video that makes it seem like he is. There's a, there's you know a take mean? right there where it could be like, they know people are looking for it, so why don't we give them some Easter eggs type yes. thing? Because Jay-Z, yeah, like look at the um, On to the Next One video. Like that video was blatant. I know you think I'm Illuminati. Let me right. give you some more fire for like. Let me put some more gas under the fire, like. And then let me give the you a cross book on fire. Decoded right after. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, Just no. To see if you could like uh, break the the Jay Z. That whole Magna Carta wave. I want to forget. To be completely honest, I'm not. I'm just not in the tax bracket to identify with half of that album. Somebody told me the other day that that's their favorite Jay Z album. I was like, nigga. Send me a dollar or two. Like, what? how? I mean, what, what kind of taste could you have to actually not Google half the lyrics on Magna Carta? I had to, I had to Google so many references. Now, when you think about bling bling rap, that's what that was then. Now, it's just bling bling rap taken to the next oh, level. Oh, my God, with exquisite taste. You know what I'm saying? It's Before, it was just like taste. a bunch of guys just lending all money for the first yeah, time. Yeah. Now, they, Jay-Z's like, I've had money. Now, let me show you guys what Seasoned you do. money. When 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 you when you got money yeah. in the in the billion dollar bracket, would you invest in art? I don't know. I don't see myself trusting it enough to be like, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna be able to sell that back for like three point five one day. I wouldn't do it, even though I bought it for two point five. Like, how do you? Well, you have to be an art aficionado in the first place. You yeah. can't just be like, you know what? I'm gonna buy this uh, Picasso. Have you ever tried? Have you ever like gone to a museum and just like tried to be like? Like I get it. <laughs> like I want to be smart like that. I want to see what they see. Dude. Like I went to when I went to LACMA in LA, which I suggest everyone if you go to LA, go there, please. It's amazing. Any museum of modern art, go to. No, that one is the most impressive I've seen. Like been to New York's? Um, no, I've been to Almost was it Chicago? Crazy. Been to Chicago, uh, LA. I've been to Toronto, obviously. Um, there's one more, but I'm forgetting where it was. But yeah, no, that one was great. And uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, to me, unless you're a true art head, art aficionado, you're not gonna fully take it in the way a, a real art head would. Like they, they experience and understand every little bit of nuance and like, like today, I was I was in distillery just district today looking at these these art pieces of like a the of a brain, and they they commission all these different artists to 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 like create a piece about the brain. And then they had that, that, their explanation, right? Mm-hmm. So now I'm reading the explanations of each one, and I'm looking at the piece. I'm looking at the explanation, and I'm just like, did, did you come up with the concept first, then the explanation? Or did you create an explanation and then, <laughs> and then create come the, up concept with the concept after that? Right? But then looking into it, I'm like, half of these motherfuckers probably looked at it created and then needed something to justify why they created it and said well this represents the dichotomy and the juxtaposition like you could just do that that's my point like <clears throat> i could easily look at this painting which i've seen so many times where it's like a, just a red square mm-hmm. in the middle right and i could say anything after that i could literally put any mm-hmm. meaning i want behind that and make it sound like some fucking Super existential crisis or whatever like yeah. 
and just the red represents the, the angst <laughs> the angst the world is feeling in a world surrounded by light that's what the white represents the light around the angst like what and now it's worth 3.4 because of the explanation because of the explanation and you you're not nike like to have these people are nike like some people i understand when you've proven yourself an artist like Basquiat proved himself an artist. Warhol proved himself an artist. So afterwards, if they put came out with bullshit and people bought it for whatever, I get that because that's what we do with fucking Nike. Nike pull, came out with some dope ass kicks, and then they keep re-releasing them. Here's another one. <laughs> like, how many new Nike kicks do you see? What about what's his name? Um, Van Gogh, a guy that in his life, when he was living, painting all the shit he was painting, cutting off his ears, mailing it to his girl, drinking absinthe had the saddest life of an artist. No one cared for his art when he was alive. Fast forward hundreds of years after he dies, Van Gogh was the fucking man. And it's worth a little bit more because he lost his ear. Right? <laughs> the fuck is that shit, son? The fuck is that shit, son? He was drinking too much absinthe. That's what happened, okay? Too much absinthe, man. But had to, like, the, had to throw the X-Files on him. <laughs> <laughs> but here's my thing. Why would people... So how can you justify this being worth this much after somebody dies when when he was living wasn't worth shit? Because that's how we treat death, don't we? As then, so much more worth. Like, look at Nipsey. <laughs> like, I, Nipsey yeah. has been worth so much more in death somehow, which is hard to fathom, Think given all that he did but does, while he was alive. Does, and he's now like, he's, his name is worth more in, in gold, in everything. Does anything decrease in value when they die? Can you think of a situation where something decreased in value once they died? Pum Pum. Once Pum Pum dies, uh, not to a necrophiliac. <laughs> Touche. There's an upgrade for someone. <laughs> someone someone's out there is like, ha <laughs> My time to shine. <laughs> Talk about six feet under. Go down. <laughs> Who wants to dig a grave? <laughs> oh my god, that's horrible. Yo, who's out there like really like? Who's out there necroing? Necroing out here, fam. My necro. <laughs> necro, please. <laughs> Yo, this guy's a necro, this please. Necro. And take the sword. Sword, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. <coughs> Welcome back to the Extra Gravy Show. I'm Marlon. I'm Big Norm. Oh, oh, shit. Well, coming down. <laughs> yeah. We're live. And we're coming to you live from On Public Records. Shout out to my man, Gavin. Gavin Shout out to the whole squad. Shepard. <laughs> I gotta be on point with those reggae horns. Oh, uh, the QEW's a little clogged. We're gonna want to take the DVP. Nope, nope, that's close too. All right. Yeah, that yeah, we should, yeah, we should start me. doing traffic reports, but with drug trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> like currently in Coke Parkdale, is killing cocaine King is Street. killing. Yeah, exactly. The <laughs> Tibetan neighborhoods. <laughs> These oh key people came here for a better life, are, but are now being forced to do crack cocaine. How was your week? 
my week was amazing. It was beautiful. It was, it was, it was a week of upgrades. I must say. Ooh, a week of upgrades. You a say. week of upgrades. Please enlighten us, sir. Please, sir. Uh, well, as you know, the week before last week, mm. I was going through my own journey. Ah, your journey. I was journey. trying to upgrade myself as yes. a human being. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I decided to to take something out of my life. Oh, was it a? Weed. B. Food. C. Weed. Or D. Food. All the above because a food that stole. <laughs> okay? Yes. Man, wait, you was fucking <laughs> Bro, oh, do put not the, put that thing in the Who wants to be a millionaire under that entire story? I don't want one Let's anymore. Let's get back into the mode, though. Continue. <laughs> yes. Yes. I said. Okay. And I did. And you did. I didn't tell anyone. And not a soul. Because I was worried I was going to break and go back into it. And they might pressure you. Yes. And yes. I didn't want the pressure of me mm-hmm. telling them to be the reason why I'm not doing it. I wanted to know that I was doing it for me. Ah, yes. And then. And then. I succumbed. You suc- You You came? I succumbed. <laughs> you succumbed, man. You succumbed. <laughs> Weed made you me succumb. You succumbed. All right. I, I started. Uh, <laughs> succumbed. That's really. Is that where the word comes from? I don't know. Succumbed. I hope not. Um, no, but I, I succumbed <laughs> to the weed. Yes. And uh, if that's a word, and I gave, I gave in again. And normally I would give in and be like, you know what? Shit. I'm a fucking weed head. I'm gonna stay a weed head. Who am I kidding? But not this time. But then I was like, oh, you disgusting. Oh, piece of you shit. sick motherfucker. Do you not love yourself? Do you not Do care? Do you not care for your well being? Yes, ah. Do you not care for the people around Preach you? It. Did you not hear yourself on that episode with the Nympho Diaries when you did not smoke weed and you was talking one mile Jesus a minute? Chopping Jesus Christ. Chopping fire. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, upgrade again, Norm. Mm-hmm. Just take another break. Upgrade yourself. Don't even take a break. That's not the term. Just upgrade yourself. Ooh, that's a gem. That's Just a gem. be better than Don't yesterday. Don't take a break. Just update yourself. Right? Don't take a break. Just update. Mm. And then to continue with that theme. This is of inspirational. Updates, Hold up. Yeah. Right. Next thing you know, we do this amazing podcast. Mm-hmm. In a land, in a Toronto landmark. Yes, we did. Where I used to do lots of debauchable things, <laughs> criminal activity, drug activity, all sorts of activity. What kind of drugs? Oh, mainly marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that was it was like it was like the narrator on like America's Most Wanted. <laughs> Mainly marijuana. <laughs> 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 no, but we did the extra gravy live. Yes, we Cadillac did. Cadillac Fairview, yo, Center. yo, talk about yo. upgrade you, yo. Patreon, you're like you guys are like Beyonce, man. Y'all just upgrading us and shit. Just upgrading the man that like us feel good. We we were we got to host the We Love Planting uh, festival for <sighs> about an hour or two. That was um, shout out to Specs. It was an amazing event. Specs. So yeah, <laughs> everybody was like, kind of like trying to avoid the sun. 
and was like staying. They were all spread out amongst these like <laughs> just uh, peppered amongst the shade. Yeah, nowhere to go, just hugging the shade. Like exactly, like they weren't island people. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like this is what you beg for all year, and now that it's here, it's like I'm just gonna stand in the shade still. And we, me and Norm are like trying to figure out, okay, how are we going to get uh, these people, to, these the people to the stage? Because like, we're comedians. We feed off that energy, right? And we can't feed off of the energy if everyone's like 100 when yards away. spread out. You know, you're trying to be like, everybody put your hands in the yeah, air. Exactly. And just look around. And yeah, it's just not the same. So we're like, okay, each other. what do black people like? <laughs> what can we bribe them with? Money, 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 money. And we're like, all right, yo, we're we gonna say none. we're we're gonna give him ten k. <laughs> this was Norm's idea. Completely. Let's give him ten k. And he's like, but we give, well, him, we give the him the letters, the letters case, not the actual dollar amount, <laughs> just the letters. So we call, we call everybody. We get to the stage and we make it like we bust a couple jokes first, you know, get the crowd on easy. And then we're like, if you want ten k, no, 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 we we gotta set it up because we've got. <laughs> fucking epic we're like all right we're about to do something really really special right now like i'm so excited wow um yeah do you want to tell them do, should i tell them all right listen we're giving away 10k right now we're gonna 10K, be giving away 10k ladies and gentlemen the only 10. way you can win said 10k is if you're right here at the stage and i mean they flooded what shade <laughs> what, what sun sun they Boom. flooded the stage and in fact, the event looked empty yeah. until we told them come until to the stage. Until we told them come to the stage, and, and you saw how rammed it was. But then you realize how many people were actually there. Right? Like it, it was, was just nuts. so spread out. Yeah, and uh, man, from then on, <laughs> un, like un, unbelievable vibes. Like one of the best events of the summer. We, we we lit it. We, we, we lit it up. We still. started a thing. We lit it up. Still. You know. With lies, man, but home, still. <laughs> okay, but we got to tell him about a homie, JJ. JJ. Yo, my dog, JJ. <laughs> my dog, JJ. JJ with the Yo, moves. So there's this Asian guy that's man, there, Man, I right? wish we got his his Instagram or something yeah. so we could like. JJ Wongster 21. JJ Wongster 21. Like, JJ Wongster 21. I remember the that. Wongster. The JJ Wongster. Wong. Okay, JJ Wongster yeah. 21. Please follow him. Yeah. Just hit him up. Boom, boom. So, like, JJ came through, and he, basically, we were watching him the entire time we were there. And um, he was the only, he was the only one, first of all, dancing, <laughs> dancing unapologetically. Ass off. Yeah, it was and, like nobody else was there. And mind you, he was also dancing better than every Better than most person. people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, that we made the competition. Putting, he was really, really putting work. Like, Yo, when I like mean Afro beats, like you would have thought he was straight out of Nigeria. It was, it was that serious. And we basically were like, okay, we're going to make the competition. I made that up on the fly, too. I was yeah. like, yo, the competition is if you can beat JJ, then you get the 10K. Yeah. Beat JJ to win 10K. And everybody's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And if and, you couldn't, JJ gets yeah, the 10K. And, and I already determined in my head that JJ's going to win. I already knew yeah, the, feet, the audience gonna was going to just clap for JJ because he deserves it. Pops. Oh, my uncle, God. Whoever that so, dude was. Someone's uncle. Jeez. He, first of all, one of the swaggiest fits there, period. Mm-hmm. And he came. He had the he had the the um the duffel bag, leather duffel bag. I was like, yep. let me take that part. Like one of the Versace the looking shirts. Yeah, they you know had one of those Yoruba, you know, up. shirts opened up and shit. 
And then and he it was, was his like, turn. He had a tight pants and the square front shoe Bro, and everything. Church shoes like that. Boom. Came through, did his thing, like high energy. Did a suicide. And this man jumped into the air and just flopped onto his back. It wasn't even a dance move. I couldn't have called it a dance move. No, that's, that's, that's a, in B-boy terms, that's it's called break dancing. suicide. All right? <laughs> that's break dancing for suicide sure. Suicide comes from like when you do like a crazy move and as you're landing on that move, you just land hard. Yeah, to make he it seem just like you kind of yourself. looked at the audience and He looked at the audience, left. jumped in the air, threw out his arms, just landed and just on his landed back. just landed on his back. And then got up and kept on going like I will break my back for this money then again like, yeah he's like 10k at least the five oh can go my, to rehab right the other five I'm gonna splurge yo it was bad and then wife and then those other girls came out they did their oh, thing man. too oh man yeah a lot of them the did girls their thing, really did their thing but I knew too. they weren't gonna win just cause JJ you're, you're an Asian guy yeah. and a black audience you're Spud Webb and you as got long, <laughs> as long as you can reach the rim nobody cares yes. you're gonna win you're, you're Nate Robinson dunking <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, who cares? If he's an Asian guy with a soccer jersey. And <laughs> he's a, dancing At a majority Afro black beats. event. I did not see another Asian person there other than woman. And I me. saw Asian woman and Norm, of course. That's how I was like, my guy, represent <laughs> for us, G. He Set, went in. Show him that we got the moves. And then when we like, Jay, when we asked the audience and they picked JJ, I was like, all right, here's, we got to give him the 10K, I guess. And I was just like, K, K, K. K K K, Norm just went K K K K K. Ten K, give me high five. Give two high fives. Said, don't worry, we got some for you, Jay. Yeah, we Yo, Norm tried to save it. Norm's a dickhead. Norm tried to save it. Norm was like, Nah, we wouldn't do our man, JJ. Like that, we got something for you in the back. I was like, In my head, I'm like, we got something in the back. Yeah, we got something that's called nothing. Oh, my God. No, JJ walked went, away so defeated. Bro, he walked away so defeated. He didn't dance for the rest of the night. The rest he of the night, he did not from dance. from the moment we got there yeah. to the moment of the fucking competition. And he was done. And then after the competition, he's like... He was deflated. He I'm felt done. betrayed. Think about this, though. You thought you just landed 10K in your pockets. We just did but what Will fair. Smith and Carlton did to Jeffrey when they rigged the freaking lotto. But let's okay. be fair. Let's be fair. His dancing when he was on the ground was way better way than better what he did on stage. stage. On stage, true. I was like, yo, JJ, you're not showing them. Like, what? Shut what? them. Shut them. Shut them. Shut them. You got to get into your Femi bag when you get handle this. Oh, that was man. good, man. Yeah. That was good. It was great. Between it was great that and, and Eaton Center, oh, really, man. really dope Yo. upgrades for the extra gravy show. Shout out to everybody that came out one day notice <laughs> at 5 yeah, p.m. Man. at the Eaton Center. Like, what? We had over at least 100 people there. And I'm like, this is nuts. At one point, like, you couldn't even see the entrance anymore. There's so many people clogging up. And I didn't know we were on a screen outside of yeah, the store I didn't know that on a giant just screen sending me, sending me pictures so yeah a lot, we got a lot of walk-in people as well um so hopefully we got some new listeners if you are a new listener from the eaton center i hope you weren't shoplifting that day don't mm-hmm. know um but yeah it was a great great experience shout out to nadia nadia, nadia stone, stone for having for, for coming through shout she's a very photogenic laugher by the way Oh, you saw that picture? Just all the laugh shots of yeah. her laughing, making us look like we are God's the gift funniest. to comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, thank you, Nadia. I mean, we are God's gift to comedy. Let's be real. Yes. 
That's everybody is. Call a spade a spade. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was really fun. Um, shout out to everybody that came out. Everybody took pictures. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone asking for a new live show. Don't worry, that information is coming just now. Soon come, soon the intern, come. Intern's apt because he knows what I'm going. Oh, just man. now, soon come. Just now, soon come back. Boom, boom. Um, but we are joined right now, mm-hmm. by a guest. An esteemed guest. An esteemed guest? Yes. A very, very esteemed guest. We have a publicist, a six-book author, a festival programmer and curator. Over 500 of those that he's curated. <laughs> he's a multimedia journalist. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he also used to have dreads. We have Dalton Higgins. Dalton Higgins. In the building. Yeah. Hello, Ooh. Dalton. Dalton. Diggy Dalton. How you doing, sir? I'm doing very well, thank you. Thank you for coming you through, know, man. You used to have dreads. Yes. All, like the aging process, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I seen, I seen. The, why did wait? That, why did you get rid of the dreads? Is it aging? The hairline started to go sideways. Ah, uh, <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel I thought, you. I thought someone died, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I guess that someone was your forehead, yeah. uh, <laughs> your hairline. Big facts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you for coming through, man. How's your How's your week been? It's been fantastic. Speaking of Afrobeat, uh, Afro Afrobeat uh, dance competitions, um, I was at my cousin's wedding, and holy cow! Like it was. Uh, she's Jamaican, you know, Jamaican nice. background like me, and uh-huh. her husband uh, Obaro, he's Nigerian. So you should Ooh, see food must have been lit mm, too. Food was crazy. Jollof, jollof, and oxtail. Yes, that's what it was. It was. Yeah. Oh, I should have crashed that. Are you oh, stupid? Boy. Oh boy. Jollof and oh. oxtail. But as far as the dance floor, like I put on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Oh yeah, dancing, bro. They're going in, huh? Suicides, like everything. <laughs> well, that's the one thing, like, because yeah. when I saw homie do that crazy move, I'm yeah. like, oh, these Nigerians get down. Like, oh, they get down. They get down. Yeah. But then I was like, literally. But then again, <laughs> that is like equivalent to an off the tops daggering move from a Jamaican. Yeah. yeah. Where they would jump from the top ropes that don't exist, like a wrestling move, and then land. But we landed in Pum Pum. He landed straight on, on the his, stage, on himself, like, just on his back, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, tailbone right there, ready oh, to go. Man. But no, I I love watching, like cultures dance. Yep, I love now, watching I, African people dance almost like exclusively. I, <laughs> I seen a Filipino Jamaican wedding, and a lot of karaoke know, and dancing. B-boying. Well, they're, they're, <laughs> right, like that's what it is. Like you see some Filipinos b-boying. Right, and then you just see you see the Jamaicans, you know, doing some 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 whining and certain moves that like a Filipino may not be able to do. Yep. But <clears throat> one thing I've always wanted to see is there's this thing called tinikling. It's a Filipino dance with two bamboo sticks, and they sh- they move it to the same beat as "We Will Rock You." Hey. Hey. And every time you <laughs> step in the middle, out. Step in the middle, out. out. Hey. One, two, out. Hey. And then they get it, make it go faster and faster. That's the Ponda River, Ponda Bump, that's it, all. Pretty much. <laughs> but then it's, it's like, I've heard back in the days, like it was one of those past times where they would, like, they would add spikes to it to raise the stakes. Okay. And if you get your foot cut all right. while you're doing this, okay. oh, you, ain't, all right. you can't dance with us. Yeah, no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, no, I, I can't dance with you guys. Right off rip. So I would always <laughs> love to see that happen at a wedding one day. Uh, the spikes? <laughs> <laughs> the bride? <laughs> if you don't do this, oh, you're not worthy of his love. No, I'm just joking. So mm-hmm. tell people 
bit about what you do. I know we gave a brief little overview, but um, I'm sure you can give more detail than that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm a, you know hardest working uh, man in show business um, on the, next to you guys, of course, <laughs> um, and the intern. Um, but yeah, no, I mean he doesn't work hard at all. And I'm putting in work. But um, yeah, he just collects honey. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. He's got two jars of honey. <laughs> yeah, you guys are gonna have to before I leave that honey pum pum whatever <laughs> stuff going on. I don't know. Anyway, but um, <laughs> pum pum honey stuff. But uh, by day, I mean yeah, I work as a publicist, right? So a lot of um, I kind of work, uh, you know, like a shadowy figure behind the scenes in yeah. the shadows. And so when you see a lot of musicians that are doing quite well for themselves, guys, you know, you know, just John and Dom Diaz, uh-huh. um, I, you know, Jazz Cartier, Carl Fish Allen, just goes on and on. You know, yeah. with Kanon, like rappers, like gazillion rappers. Mm-hmm. We work to get them, you know, and television radio print blogs mobile everywhere that's, that's pretty up. much what i do during the day damn just music or do you work with people outside of music like yeah like podcasts yeah you know podcast comedians stand up you know black guys uh jamaican we can get in some talks you know 511 uh, some checks you know but um because we don't we don't come cheap um sure. i don't come cheap either hey yeah <laughs> you gotta get a drum run. i just drum come run. early what <laughs> 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 yeah. oh, man. But, we, but good, that's a good question. Um, yeah, we have you know other properties. You know, athletes. Um, like we have we had this one guy actually, Adonis Stevenson. Um, so he was a you know boxing champion. Mm-hmm. It's just some mm-hmm. just crazy stories, man. I could fill a whole podcast just on some of the things you know we have to go through behind. Why the don't scene. you have a podcast? Yeah, well, I mean, hey, maybe I feel like you should. I feel like you should be like interviewing like artists and shit. Like you are yeah. so entrenched in the music industry. Yeah. I feel like you could get some really dope stories out of people that they don't get, to, especially from Canadian artists that they don't really get to hear that often speak in the first place. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that would be yeah. something you should but consider. I guess, I guess as a publicist, though, that it's kind of tough because you always got to speak. Well, he knows like, his image. He could, he yeah. can control it. Well, speak like you can't really speak on your clients. That's right. right? That so is. like as much as you could, you you have all these stories. You can't speak on them because that would be a conflict of interest. That's a. It would Whatever be a mild conflict right? of interest, yeah. I mean, just prior to that, um, in, in another life, um, I, I was a journalist, right? So mm. um, you asked a very good question. I've been asked that a million times over, to be honest, about, mm. uh, you know, as far as a podcast or something. Because, uh, but what I what I kind of told them is uh, I work through, you know, you guys, you know, this as far as getting securing the bag and what have you. Uh, yeah. So my booking agent, I do do interviews, but at this stage in the game, you know, I'm a little mm. older school um, through my agent. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. when uh, when uh, Charlemagne the God, you know, we did a college tour. Yeah. Yep. Through my agent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So National Speakers Bureau. Yeah, What's you, up? You know Shout what I'm out. You know what I'm saying, right? So that's what it is. Kids to feed, uh, you know, wifey to, you know what I'm saying? So yep. Yeah. Other kind of responsibilities, right? Nice, so, nice. Yeah. What uh, what's the craziest PR moment you've had where you had to like put out a fire that was like, yo, oh, like, geez, what's that's, happening that's right like, now? That's like weekly, bro. That's weekly? <laughs> um, that's weekly because artists or even actors uh, are athletes, always getting into some shit. Yeah, they're always. Hey, let's not be racist, you know? Norm. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his face. Yeah. That was, hey man, you. That was racist. <laughs> <laughs> what I said. Like, one color. You're like actors. I'm like right here. I'm like all right, bad, 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 bad. Athletes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's good. That's good. No, but no, but real talk. Like I mean, with athletes, entertainers, comedians, like. 
that's we spend the most of our working hours um you know it's damage control you know out yeah. in fires right so when you guys see uh you know it could be somebody like dave Chappelle. i watch six and stones you know what i mean oh high my high god five. high five oh my but, god okay high we're gonna get into high, it high-fiving each other but there's some stuff in there bro <laughs> i, mean, as far as the I don't mind and the, and i don't mind right? pedophile like there's a lot of stuff going on there so so that's what we do <laughs> you know, when people R. R. kelly is saying something incredibly stupid and yeah. ridiculous you notice there's that guy next to him that brother you know the publicist and he's just like okay R. Kelly, yeah didn't mean to say it this way and he's working on his image you know that he can't read and yeah when yeah. he said 14 <laughs> he actually meant 14 he actually he meant 41 and the end in he's, there uh, he's, he's dyslexic he thought 14 was 41 he doesn't know what he's talking about that's right for but, but, but imagine he, he really thought every girl was 91 like they just he's like write down your age and then every, he's dyslexic and he thinks every girl's like actually of age like way past <laughs> of age that'd be nuts no he's a hot mess but yeah. but anyways a lot of celebrities yeah things they're saying in the news uh you know whether it be mainstream news alternative news online um you know the the high the, you know the a-listers they have some sort of uh, a pr strategist or mm-hmm. publicist behind them right so it's not they're not saying random arbitrary yeah. stuff they're kind of being coached and prepped and okay and so you do like media training as 100%. well 100%. you do it yourself or do you uh, like appoint someone to work oh, I, with them? i do it myself okay i do it myself i mean could you imagine do you hear this guy speaking right now yeah definitely <laughs> Let this man so speak on my behalf. <laughs> what are All like? What would you say are the top three rules when it comes to like media training? Like, what are the three things that like when we're listening to an artist or whatever, we can keep in mind in the back of our head as the listeners? Like, okay, this is how they have to like spin it or whatever. What are like the top three rules you'd say? Well, top three. One I would say is coming with uh, some messaging. You know, mm-hmm. almost like bullet points, like a couple. Mm-hmm. So you do an interview on uh, breakfast television. Mm-hmm. CP24, don't really matter. You know, yeah. CBC, yeah. your show. Um, come in with three things you want them to leave with. Okay? okay. Don't just be talking random, just, you know, going off on tangents. So album, TV appearance, uh, charity that you just started. Yeah. That's type right. thing. That's okay. right. That's right. Hugely, hugely important. And you're important. always trying to, like, come back to that if they try to, like, veer you in other directions. Yeah. Is that well, another rule, varying back to the point? Like finding a way to finesse them back to what your original point was. Absolutely, um, and the reason being is when you're doing uh, connecting media, you know, interviews. It could be radio or television. Mm-hmm. The print you have a bit more leeway or latitude. Um, you don't have that much time. All right, so you yeah. guys know when you do something on. Uh, it doesn't even matter where you are. You know. Uh, yeah. Uh, Swain the more like it doesn't matter whatever yeah. you're into right Breakfast Club but you don't it's not like you have an infinite amount of time yeah it's right so they want you yeah. to nail the points you're exactly. there for half an hour you're there for five minutes a lot of the uh, early morning the yeah you know the, the Bell Media building it's like a five minute interview yeah and it, it flies by you guys know that right yeah. so you have to come in it like, just okay, seems like it's long because they play it thirty times a day <laughs> That's exactly exactly yeah but it just flies by so yeah. you have to ultimately always come back to you know why why the hell you're here okay so varying back to the point yeah. and having three points was yes. a third was a third rule. You'd say, yeah, a third. Um, I think a human interest story. People want to know a little bit more about you, right? Okay. I mean, we know you're the world famous Oxdale God, Big Norm has been yeah. putting it down forever. And to my left, we got the intern. You know, he's doing his thing. But people want to know, you know, uh, get behind. Uh, you know, how do we say like the European like transparency? Like a, yeah, a bit of a, yeah, the private something private. Yeah, they want public, personal. Public, yeah. yeah, just yeah. something that can, they nice. can connect with. Yeah, that someone can connect not with. So Googleable or Wiki, yeah. Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. But like Norm, like what did you eat for breakfast? Or you just something else? Yeah, 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 yeah. What I can. Google or, find, or otherwise find on Wikipedia. I mean, for the same reason why people enjoy, you know, reality television. Yeah. Like, they just want it. They don't, sometimes they don't care about the celebrity. They just want to know something real. They want to be able to like relate, right? Yeah. So if they find something like really yeah. relatable or personal. Just or saying that like they, yeah, this morning I woke up and I dropped my phone on my face. Like 
everyone can be like, oh, fuck, I hate when that happens. Or stubbing your toe in the morning. Like, stubbing your toe first thing in the morning is like 10 times worse than any other part of the day for some reason. (laughs) Because you're so bewildered, and then it's like a uh, jolt to reality. It's like, yeah, people can relate with those type of things. So that, okay. So three points. Can I give you a fourth? Yes. Something not having to do with why you're here. So uh, if Mm. you're a comedian on paper, podcaster, YouTuber, but there's something else. Maybe uh, Norm could like do a double pump reverse dunk or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Just something else. Like he played semi pro. I'm like one in of league. nine Filipinos under five seven that can dunk. Right. <laughs> okay, see, there you go. Did you, you know, know that? There you go. And then right. they did the whole discussion. Like, oh, who are the other eight? And yeah. Yes. Bruno Mars is one of them. Uh, <laughs> Rufio's. Rufio. Manny Pacquiao can actually dunk. You guys didn't know that. No. This her. That, that's, her could actually dunk on. She dunked on. Daniel Caesar won tour. Um, and that was the best part. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I see what you did there. The best part is played at, uh, you know, I said I got back from a wedding, my cousin's, but the best part is played at everybody's wedding. Um, oh, it's on so Obama's good. list of Obama's top 44 songs of 2019. Droby from A Tribe Called Quest. Dave Chappelle hosted his wedding party, right? Cardinal, yeah. my man, my client, he was there. They played the best part. Yep. The, the, my cousin LeBron James. The like every, yeah, LeBron, LeBron James, James had Daniel at his house to personally sing the best part for the anniversary. It's, that's uh, a timeless John like, Mayer like I'm it, getting like my hair is rising just yeah. like as I think about that's it. you next bro that's you next bro that's what we plan at your wedding that's you next bro I'm not getting married nah you can that's he me got, making he the got song pipes. though I'll make the next one. got some part. pipes that's right. He's married to the game. He's married to the game. He's got he's got uh, some crazy things coming in the next year, man. It's gonna be wild. Might not I have him on the podcast. <laughs> Might not have him on the podcast for I much longer, man. Hold on. What's so? What's your fa- favorite type of publicity? Like, like, is there like? Do you like? What's your favorite that? medium? You know, to get like, it, get the get it out to the masses. I yeah, think it would be the web online for yeah. sure. Okay. Because things just go. They they, they just anything in particular like yeah. Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, I'd say in the gram more now, mm-hmm. um, but Facebook. Um, in terms of artists, right? Yeah, yeah okay. in terms of artists. What I, what I do find, though, despite some of the like kids telling me otherwise, but like Facebook, it's still super useful. I know it's like dead to people if you're like under. There's a lot 20, of people on Facebook. But, but there's a lot, like people are engaging still there. If yep. you post, if you say, hey, we're doing, you know, Eaton Center, uh, extra gravy, you know what I mean? And people it's just, just difficult. It's weird, like, yeah. I find Facebook is probably the most difficult to monetize. Um, no, not necessarily to monetize that too as well, but also to attract new people. I, 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 like I don't know how to navigate that without putting money into it and doing the ads. You see what I'm saying? Like pretty much just Twitter, the people you've already had. Yeah, because as twi- like you can even there is even a friend limit. Like on Facebook, yeah, you can't go past fifteen or five thousand. Is it? Oh yeah, I just set so up it's a like, couple extra pages as a result. Yeah, and then now you got to push a like page which you can't push without putting money into it and who knows how much money you're going to need because not everything's going to hit, right? Yeah. So it's like you could be pumping hundreds of dollars of ads into Facebook and getting barely anything in return, like a couple of people. So it's like, it's either you go on there with a grandiose plan like uh, a Casey Neistat where like, I, I remember one of his early Facebook videos was uh, the big snowstorm happened in New York a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and he got his boy, got a rope, got a surfboard or a snowboard rather and a giant American flag and he just went around the city of New York with his camera, with a head camera and was just, while his boy's driving around, he's pulled, being pulled and he's on the snowboard and he's just going around the streets of New York and just made a video just doing that. Mm-hmm. But like, 
nobody's ever seen that. So like when you you're seeing the clip, you're like, oh shit, what is this? And like you go and watch it, and like that kind of thing will I feel can attract new yeah. people come to a like page if you put money into it. But if your idea is just like a regular skit you're doing, yeah. just mm. another song you're doing, like even yeah. for an artist, if it's just another song or even a music video, yeah. how many people are really clicking on it without like something crazy happening within those first three seconds? Because like, you know when you scroll on Facebook, yeah. it's the autoplay, so right? Yes. That autoplay, you have to grab them within those three seconds of them scrolling to your shit going, eh, and then moving past it. Those three seconds, you have to put like the craziest shit that happens in That's the whole video. Very true. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but, but what would you guys say? What's next? You know, I'm a bit mildly obsessed with what's next. You know, like it does. It, this is the thing. You have people um, like myself, whether they're PR strategists or whatever. But I'm I'm into what's next. So a yeah. lot of my client base, to be honest, like 21 year old rappers, grime, like it's on some what TikTok. That's what I'm obsessed with. TikTok. What is next? So For TikTok. artists, yeah. TikTok is okay, what TikTok. it is. Yeah, I've been I've been hearing a lot. TikTok okay, will yeah. because just one video. If it goes viral, your song could chart. Yeah. Like, I've seen that happen so, okay, so what, many what different times. TikTok again? TikTok is um, an app where basically, say you put on a song or even a just movie quote, whatever you want to put on as audio, right? You look it up. It's usually connected. They have a thing where it's like all the streaming songs from Spotify are there in the app. And so it picks the song from Spotify. Um, it plays it while you play the video. You choose which part of the song you want to play. And it'll do that like four or five different um, takes. So you're doing that whole part, doing whatever you want, and then it'll pick the best parts that it feels or just like random parts and put that together as one video. But if you can switch up which parts you want in it, which parts you don't want, and edit it that way. So and it becomes like, like you're, as if you notice in TikTok videos, it's almost never just one scene. Like especially for, for music stuff, it's usually like they're dancing, it felt like, Vine they're, like they're pouring something, and then like it's like a bunch of different stuff. It's kind of like Vine. It's it's a little longer form than Vine, but in um, the, in, but in the form of like how quick, how yeah. quick it is, and how like well, like I said, you could de- you determine that. Like you could edit it, and there could be no cuts. I've seen TikToks where it's just one video. But wow. so why? What is it about the TikTok app or the TikTok video that makes people go to kids so much? The same thing with everything else. Kids, kids, put, put the kids pump so the it kids up. Said, oh, we like. They this get app, into it, and, and then it's flying. It's flying. Then they're recreating the video. Then other people are recreating the video. Then the song's going on to other videos, and like, you can go very viral that way very quickly. I'm trying to remember the last person that I remember. I, remember, I know the the baby. One of his songs went very viral on TikTok and started charting. Um, there's been so many people. Look at Black Beatles with uh, uh, Ray Shrummerd. Remember that started that whole Black Beetle challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was a, because of the that internet. Was TikTok? That was Vine actually. Oh, that, was Vine. Yeah. that was Vine. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so like, okay. yeah, these little mediums, like they they are the ones, especially those quick little fun ones, because yeah. you're only capturing the attention for you know, only so long and you could do whatever you want to entertain within that time, you can make it really, like, you can make it go far. It is amazing though how like, it's, how yeah, trendy apps too. can be. Like, yeah. apps will just go on these, on these trends. Like, they don't, they just, like, just ride it. I go though. Yeah. That's the thing. The sustenance is not so much there. You know? Instagram, yeah. Facebook, Twitter's fault. That's why. They've monopolized the internet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. so like, Vine, was flourishing. Vine, Vine looked like it was going to be well. the next app that was going to yeah. be a powerhouse wasn't going nowhere. Then Instagram and, then, and Facebook were like, no, nah, we can do that too. Then Twitter bought it. Didn't Twitter buy it? 
Twitter bought it. Well, first, yeah, Instagram violated. Yeah. Instagram brought out 15-second videos. And then they changed the 15-second videos once they saw Vine wasn't going anywhere to long-form one minute. Yeah. And then it, it slow, slowly started seeing everybody convert it's over because, like, like, oh, I got so much more time now, That's blah, blah. Yeah. It's the same snap, Exactly. Man, right? That's the and, same thing. It's just, like, snap what? Like, because imagine if right. Vine was out and they came out with IGTV. It wouldn't have worked. Yeah. They had to do right. it gradually. They, they couldn't have been one jump from six seconds to, oh, I can get, like, nine, ten minutes. Like... Now you're you're on YouTube time because remember YouTube was still flourishing at that time, monetization was fine. Now it's not so much. So like, these guys are finding different ways to make money by going and building their name upon Instagram with like two minute videos or three minute videos that they might not get paid for, but now they're getting advertising or they're getting hosting jobs or whatever. So yeah. So do you have to Wild West? So you must have to like constantly upgrade your knowledge about these things just because as younger as as your artists start getting younger and younger, it's like you got to speak their language and understand what they want to do. And, and, and kind of yeah. ensure some trust in you as well. Because if I'm talking to you and I'm a young guy and I'm like, okay, this guy's older, he's not going to believe, he's not going to know what I'm talking about or what my vision is. But you talk the same language as me, I'm going to trust you a lot more. For oh, sure. 100%, yeah. You have to be fully tapped in. Um, people that work in, in my field, um, you have to have your finger on the pulse of, of, of what's hot and what's not. Um, but, but, but here's the thing. When I'm talking to your average, you know, 21-year-old rapper, trapped guy from whatever North York, it says you have to be able to tap into some of the traditional uh, aspects of media. Like, you have to com- com- combine the two. Yeah. Um, so as far as revenue generation and, and getting real looks, like, it's kind of like this. I'll give you an example. Like, I can get you on a gazillion blogs, like, right now, right? Fader, Complex, Noisy, Pitchfork. And it just goes on and on, right? Yeah. PopDX, SARS, XXL. Um, but as far as now getting, let's say you want to get booked for tours and what have you, people that are booking tours, you know, Live Nation, I, I'm not, we're not altogether convinced that they're looking at double XL to yeah. kind of see, okay, what's hot, what am I going to tour across the <laughs> yeah. yeah. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas they could see Big Norm on, you know what I mean, Breakfast Television and like... Well, these days they could just type in Big Norm's name on, if you wanted to really find out how hot is, just type their name on Twitter and just press latest and you'll see every single tweet with that person's name and what are people saying? What's the general feeling about this person? You can get all that from just typing in their name on Twitter now. Like, yes, totally. Because everyone's discussing it, right? And you can, yes. even for yourself, like I remember there are times where like, um, I might have said something wrong on Twitter and I can just type my name and see who's talking shit. Like, yeah, I can, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like right. it's, it's, there's so many different ways now to figure out how people are hot. Like yeah. even uh, Instagram, like there are hashtags that you could follow. Yes. So if like an artist starts a hashtag and that's their thing now, yeah. you can just go and see how many people follow that hashtag now and how many people are invested in whatever this person's saying. Absolutely, so, absolutely. There's so many different ways. Like, like Jazz Jazz Cardi with his campaign. There's a lot of yeah. just hashtags. I could just track and see like how people talking about the mixtape, the album, 100%. Yeah. His publicity was crazy at one point. Like he was getting a lot of push. Yeah, yeah, there totally. Was yeah. At one point, that's it. I'm the machine behind that, and bro. And that was you. You're looking at the, you know, now roots. So that story. was you. You roots. Yeah, not so much the roots, uh, but more, more like the uh, so Toronto Life magazine. You okay, cover that. I remember that. Yeah, you know, uh, that was a magazine. big moment. Yeah, yeah, I remember that cover. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, so a lot of yeah cover stories everywhere and just stuff, big looks, you know. So yeah, totally. that's what's up. But you've been doing this for long, bro. Like I've been, yeah, you know, forever. manifestos in year thirteen. This it, they did thirteen years this year. Yeah, I met you. Manifesto when I met this guy, one, I had no even idea. Manifesto. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's right. Pre-manifesto. I had and no idea that this guy was doing anything when I met him. <laughs> well, like I was just like, he booked me yeah. on a panel, and I was like, ah, uh-uh, okay. He moderated. I was like, that was a great moderator, man. Yes. 
well spoken, but I didn't know what you did other than like right. that event. And I was right. just like, okay. Right. And when I went and did my research, I was like, oh shit. That's right. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. It's perfect for me though, right? I, I'm. I want to be. Yeah. It's like a textbook, or we say like a multi hyphenate. You know, you just different things, and people can't really place you. That that's perfect. That's the kind of impression I don't. I don't want to be pigeonholed and boxed <laughs> Nice. Like, yeah. I know. Writer guy. Like, yeah. No, yeah. Man, do do so. do PRs need PR though? Um, mm. that's, a very mm. that's a Gemma's right there. That's a, that's a big when one. does that's the like, PR need PR? Does the PR need PR? I mean, that should be a, that should be a memoir. <laughs> your, right. your memoir book number seven. <laughs> what the PR needs a PR. That's right. Which we're working on right now. Boom. Um, there you go. But I, when I need PR, it's more it's tied to book projects. Um, okay. But then what I find is, I mean, I don't want to crap on uh, book publishing companies. Crap on these ni- yo. <laughs> crap on these niggas. <laughs> Crap on these niggas, bro. Listen here, PR book out. Yeah, little promoting yourself you know it's yeah. kind of like somebody who's like here you know you're a pr agent and then you're working with a record company or something like that and they say okay we're gonna have somebody handle your pr i'm just like i that's what i do you know what i mean ah, ah, talk that talk how they're getting stuff and it's just like nah i'll just do this myself talk you know that mean? talk so at what point does somebody need pr because i've met rappers that have him like what the fuck are you doing with a publicist yeah what at what oh. point do you like yo yeah. I need somebody to handle my image like yeah is, is it a certain follower count is it Album sales, like what? How, what determines it? When does yeah. extra gravy need a PR? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I think when you use a couple keywords, this is you know monetizing. When you mm-hmm. want to monetize your brand, yeah. or your art, uh, you need a publicist. Um, and the reason being, I'll give you a very big, basic example. Um, if I get, um, or let's say, you know, Jazz Cardi on the cover of Now magazine, all right. Uh, you know that is like there's a festival ecosystem. You know, booking to yes. play music festivals 100%. like Manifesto, yeah. Hillside, uh, you know, Field Trips, North and Northeast, Oceaga, Oceaga, all yeah. that. So, yeah. what do you think those bookers are looking to to determine what's hot, what okay. what's, what's bookable, right? That's what they're looking at. They're oh. like, you know what I'm saying? They're looking at media. So, when you're on the you know the freshman cover, a double XL, whatever, yeah. all the media bookers are like, okay, these are the 16 hottest MCs. Yeah, we yeah. gotta get them on a festival, right? Yeah. And basically, your rates go up. Mm-hmm. You understand? So. If the Oxdale God or let's say or it's the extra gravy cover, the two of you, you know what I'm saying? On, yeah. you know, Toronto Life magazine or Toronto Star, right? Your yeah. rates double. Yes. You feel me? Because you're on the cover of the Global Mail or whatever. Whatever you, you know, media. Yo, yo, intern, write that down, dog. Up. Write that down, you see dog. What I'm saying? Why? Because, because, yeah, double up. I'm on the cover of Toronto Life, now magazine. I'm the hottest thing we in We must know so a man that, that see, works You think there. I can still work for like $2,500 a show? Hells no. no, no I'm, the, I'm the king of Toronto right now. <laughs> yeah. You got to double, triple that fee. You understand? So when you want to start making money, that's when you get publicity involved. Okay. So it, and then it, one, but once oh, that, like, that, that magazine starts to like... Fade away. Down. People don't care for it anymore. That's an old issue. Loses last its year. credibility. Yeah. When does that price go back down to its point? When you know the president I mean? gets a sexual assault case. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> CEO of Toronto Life has a sexual assault case. Like, I'm no. sorry, Jazz. We can't book you anymore. You were on the cover, sir. You, you were supporting this. You guy supported this guy. Cover. I'm so sorry. Yeah. You're canceled. <laughs> but, that, but that's how the suits. Um, yeah, that's how the suits largely determine, uh-huh. um, you know, what, what's hot. You know, uh, so not talking. I'm not talking uh, 19 year olds, 22 year olds, but people that are cutting the checks for yeah. secure the bag, right? Okay. Is that they're they're looking at. They're they're kind of lazy. They're not on the gram or TikTok. You know, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, they're oh, not right. even hip enough to know. No, yeah, no, no. no. They're like they don't know what TV, they don't know. Whatever, yeah. Fox News or some bullshit. You know what I mean? And yeah. It's like, yeah. Okay, this is what's up. Okay, let's do business with that with that person. Fox News is a wild one it's to trust. Ridiculous. That's a, <laughs> and that's a horrible example. That's a wild one. Fox Fox 29 WUTV WUTV Fox <laughs> I'm joking I'm not gonna do it. Having too much fun with this. <laughs> I'm having way too much fun. We just got this uh mixer. 
Okay. And we got sound sound effects for the first time and shit. Holy so geez. extra gravy yeah. two point oh. Oh, this you is like next. See, <laughs> see, see. He know the vibes, cuz he knows the fucking vibes. So, have you done public uh, public publicity for um, com- any comedians before? No comedians. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no comedians. Um, dancers, actors. Yeah, dancers, yeah. actors. Um, a lot of festivals as well, you okay. know, festivals and a lot of music. Nice. Because music, you're, you're also, what we find is, uh, you know, people that, okay, like a record company, for example, right? They're going to outsource publicity, right? So yeah. it's, it's a solid source of funding. You don't have to, or artists, they'll apply for factor grants and stuff like yeah. that. So they have yeah. money to spend. Yeah. That's the other thing, the other piece too, is um, comedians, like there's no factor grant, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Yeah. Like, you don't consider... Comedy yeah. and art in Canada. Which okay, is right. In Canada, yeah. Anyhow. But Canada's a little bit in the Stone Ages as far as uh, when it comes to multidisciplinary arts. You know? They yeah. are pom poms yeah, when it comes to art. Like, they are they so doing. scared to take a risk on anything. Yeah. And yeah. a risk is anything that's not white. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, that's what it is. I that mean, is like, anything that's day, not white is risk. I guarantee you yeah. Kim's Convenience was a risk at one point. <laughs> right. I guarantee you Little Prairie yeah. on the Mosque yeah. or Mosque on the Prairie was a risk yeah. at one point. Yeah. But look how well those shows have done. Yeah. You know what I mean? And look at the guy from Kim's Convenience is yeah. fucking leading a Marvel movie now. That's right. That's right. People are trying to yeah. call my man ugly. Are you guys stupid, dog? <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> I'll take out the sword. Jesus Christ. I remember that guy, yo. Yeah. Um, so they, but they need you. Uh, what, what I would say, too, is the suits. They need uh, you a lot more than you need them. Oh, yeah. They, they, they try to act like it's the other way around. No, it's That's the jig. No, they need you. That's man, the they jig. Will, they will cease to exist in you know, five, ten years. Like They'll be irrelevant. That's the yeah. jig. So they need you. They need to come on the extra gravy show. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, we do something here every week. We like to do this. It's like near and dear to our hearts. And it is our good youth of the week. Ah, oh, you're such a good youth. Ah, oh, you're such a blood clot good youth. We have it on the soundboard now. We don't need to edit it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes, yes, yes. Our good youth of the week this week. It rhymes with week. Just throw that W upside down. Sneak? I don't know. Throw that W upside down. What do you got? Once again, Meek. Mew! He's just plead guilty to a misdemeanor gun possession charge. All charges against Meek Mill have officially been dropped, and he is officially off probation. That's my dog. Let's give him a, let's give him a clap. Let's give him a clap. That's incredible. I just watched his <laughs> documentary on Amazon Prime yesterday, which is, that's why this is tripping me out even more. I watched it all yesterday, and it shows this whole journey through the court system. It's crazy. If you guys haven't seen it, go and watch it. It's Jay-Z uh, produced, incredible documentary. Um, and they have what I really like about the documentary. They have, like, uh, what do they call it? A reimagining? You know when they, like, recreate the scenes of, like, someone's life? So, like, they have an actor playing, like, dirty doo-doo braids meek. And ah, like, they did and they recreated certain scenes from his life that happened when he was younger, and how he got into the circumstances that he was in. How he even got the gun is an interesting story, and how, why the gun was in his possession and shit. Like, he's lived a wild life, man, a wild life, and I'm so happy for him to be out of this system. He had a lot of people fighting for him. Um, I. I'll admit, like, I remember when it was all happening. I'm like, man, this protest ain't gonna do shit. 
I really thought that because we've seen it so we've seen this story so many times, right? This is like one of the first things I've seen ever really work after protests. How many things have we seen work after protests? Even women don't even have equal pay yet, and they're out there in fucking by the millions in the streets. Mm. This was Meek just trying to get off probation for popping a wheelie. <laughs> this guy's on probation for eleven years. Eleven years. So now, Max, crazy. What would you do now if a guy like Meek Mill was your client? How would you get him out is, of this situation? Yeah, is his PR doing? I feel like his PR is doing an amazing job right They're now. They're doing an incredible job. I, I think, mean, if you people that are you know into hip hop and yeah. know, like you said, he has a you know questionable past. There's some things that he done oh, very yeah. questionable at best. Yeah. And the thing is, is um, if you were to fast forward to the Meek Mill of today, um, he's looked at now as not like a, some street rap dude, but like an activist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> No, I feel no, like that's partly pretty much. That's partly him. him now. I think that's yeah. mo- well, not partly. I should say mostly him. Uh, he's mentioned in the documentary that like he felt different because like people. I don't think people realize he was in the box for the majority of the time. So like that's twenty three hour lockdown. You get one hour a day outside. That's it. And that happens when you're you're famous. That happens when you are friends with a famous person. Like. I don't think people get that. Like, Cardi B's friend, this girl, um, Star Brim, like, POs, the, the, the security guards were uh, spitting her food, treat her like shit, wouldn't give her no toilet paper just because she was Cardi's friend. And Cardi was saying whatever she would say about the police and Trump. And they'd be like, oh, your friend Cardi's talking shit about my president, blah, 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 and spitting her food. And she's in a wow. 23-hour box for the whole day, had to starve herself. Like... It's not a joke. And that shit will fuck with you. I remember we talked about it, about solitary confinement, like about how the the, the experiences that people go through there, like they think about everything in their life and there comes Mm -hmm. to a point where you're just done. Like there's no more things to think about. Think about how long alone you have to be to to get to that point where you've thought about everything you could possibly think about. And then you start counting the screws on the bed. You start... Timing when the POs or the security guards are walking past, what time and how long in between time do they walk past? You start flipping like everything you can to occupy your mind because that's what your mind just naturally says I need to do. Like you've been doing it your whole life. Nothing's ever stayed the same yeah, until cool. right now. <laughs> it'll break you. It'll break a lesser it'll man. It'll break. break you. Yo. Yeah. Like there are strong ass people that it has made just they're done they're done so i salute meek for going through that he came out he said he he was he just felt different like everything was just he has blackout points even of the day that he came out because he's like parts of it felt surreal plus there's just so much happening remember when he came out they showed that by the way they showed the entire video of like what happened he had a dream when he was in jail the night before that um, the guy that came and picked him up in the helicopter was going to pick him up in a helicopter to come out of jail. And so they went and got a helicopter to pick him up out of jail. And they went, flew there, got him, put him on the chopper. He's flying over. They fly him to, straight to the stadium because, remember, it was Philly's first game. Game one. Straight, fly him straight to the game. Haircut, shower, jersey, all that shit. Brought his son, and he got to do the bell knocking at the start. Yeah. Crack bell. And it's like, people are looking at him. Like, I remember when I watched it, I was like, 
he must be so happy, so relieved. He was just, he didn't know what was going on. He was like almost not there. Yeah. Yeah. Because so much You ever wake up and get thrown right into something something in life? Yeah. And you're just like, I'm not even up yet. That's like when you wake up and you realize you're late. Yeah, all right. <laughs> you oh, just oh, oh, your headphones go. and your wallet. <laughs> you gotta go back. Like, but yeah. then he did that from jail to an NBA playoff game, to a helicopter, <laughs> to an NBA playoff game. Now, have have you and people screaming your name and shit now again? Like yeah. you went through months of no one giving a fuck who you were. Think yeah, about yeah. that culture shock. <laughs> you go, you went into jail everywhere you went. Ah, get in jail. Nobody gives a fuck who you are. You know, speaking of celebrity, do you ever ever reap the benefits of any celebrities you represent? Oh man, 100%. he wants. To, oh, hundred yeah. percent, especially in the single no. days, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the what days? The, the single days. <laughs> I'm not gonna get him. Hold it down, Mr. I'ma hold it down. Yeah, but I know them single days. Shit, yeah. you got some Cardinal official, uh, <laughs> <laughs> some Bacardi slang pump pump. That's right. That's That'd be crazy. Un- un- uh, you mean unofficial? Uh, unofficial, unofficial stories. <laughs> Cardinal unofficial. But you do. I mean, you're part of the overall kind of entourage to be honest right mm-hmm, so yeah. with uh, most musicians or actors celebrities you have you know it's like a manager yeah. you know an agent and a publicist yeah okay so that's kind of like the holy trinity uh-huh. right so you're rolling in and if you're if extra you're, stylist hairdresser that type of thing precisely yeah. exactly so best friend sighting <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's we get the scraps you know so we'll yeah. dash your client you know say here's a bag of shoes sneakers yeah they'll dash your oh client. yeah you know, oh yeah little I'm already in that position with the mandem. You know what my you know what shit my boys have gotten because because people just send me like extra of whatever and I'll be like yo here is a t-shirt. That's why I joined this podcast. (laughs) 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 I'm just trying to get all your residual shit. Hey man, I got some residual pom pom for you next next live show. I guarantee it. I've got that with every celebrity I worked with. (laughs) (laughs) You got some Marshall pom pom? What? Are you kidding me? Some jump up our wave pump. I was I was like, man, I can't believe I've been in Trinidad. But twice, did you do it like I still a boss? Haven't got pump. Did you do it like a boss? Yes. In his green room tent. Chase in a green us. room Yo, tent. Chase's gonna hear us and be like, no, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> so obviously, Che hired me to work to be, you know, the the chef and just like overall runner and just help with manifest. Okay. So. Uh huh. Walk us through it. Walk us through and, it. And the team, uh-huh. we, 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 we reached this fet, and he's actually not performing. We just went to watch Kess and some other people perform. Oh, shit. So now we're at this like ledge in the stadium, because everyone always performs at stadiums in Trinidad. And there's all these girls just standing around, uh. just, just looking up at my show. And then, you know, he gave me the look like, yo, bring some things up. Hey. So I'm like, all right. No, I, I, I enjoy I'm like, okay, you, 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 come, come up, up. You know, just calling up certain things, right? So I bring up four or five girls. Now, most of the people are all working. They're about their business, so they're not even paying attention to girls. But because I was put in the position to pay attention to the girls, I'm like, I will revel in this opportunity. (laughs) I will revel. (laughs) I set up my shell. He's hanging out with, like, three of the girls, kind of, like, just feeling them out, just dancing. Not not literally feeling them. (laughs) You know, he will be soon enough. But right then and there he's just like you know let me whatever now there's two other girls that are just kind of standing there because Marshall doesn't have that many hands so he's so 
there's this beautiful Jamaican girl standing beside me. And, you know, I see her moving. I'm like, okay. I, th I thought Jamaicans only danced. But I was just talking shit. And it just so happens she's from Toronto also. And we just talk. Fast forward. My, everyone's leaving. <laughs> I go home to Marshall's condo to set up his food. Come back. And I fed his son. I'm like, yo, here's some food. Boom, just whatever. His son puts away all the food after I put it out for my shelf for when he comes home. But the son, after he ate, put away all the food like a good son, but didn't realize he just fucked me over. <laughs> Anyhow, this girl's like, all right. I'm like, I got to go. I got to make sure my shell and these guys eat. She's like, no, stay. I'm like, I got to go. I'm like, she's like, stay. I'm like, what are you going to do to make me stay? And she just gave me the bedroom eyes. I was like, Okay, I'm staying. All right, I'm staying. I'm staying. <laughs> and I was looking around, I'm like, but how am I gonna do this? And and I see everyone leave Marshall's tent. I'm like, Jesus Christ! I know where everyone's going. <laughs> You're a sicko. Let's go to the tent. So we go to the tent. Everything is set up. The uh, the, the couch, the AC, fruits, the tables, fruits, <laughs> drink, you know, the little change area, right? Oh my God! So yeah, he has the he has that little folded wall. So. I little Chinese pulled, for yeah, the right? <laughs> So what, it's just like You're enough so you can sickle, still man. see the top of my head. Oh my gosh. So I pull her behind yeah, there. At the top of her head doing though. Do, okay? <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. Finally, boom. And because I was getting cockboxed for two years by, by Shay. Because Shay was like, we're here for work, Norm. This is a big client. I'm bringing you on. Yo, come on, bro. Look, business is business. Let's do this properly. So I get you, Shay. Great, you have good business integrity. Let's do this. I'm gonna keep my head straight. So anyhow, boom, we start doing the do. Do you want details? Cause I don't want say, details. Okay, we don't need the details. <laughs> okay, but then I look to the side as she's going down on me. I'm like, oh shit. So like, I kind of put my head down, and Michelle's brother walks in because he's the one handling all the green, all the tents, all the backstage stuff. So he starts. Packing up, he goes and takes the AC out. Goes and takes the chair out. I'm just like, just like quietly getting my dick sucked. I'm sloppy. I'm being so sloppy. But she was drunk. She's so she's the most. I'm like, come on. Are you vacuuming water right nah, now? Nah, shorty a winner. Shorty a winner. But so finally we start doing, we start doing the do, and I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. This is happening. And then I look, I guess at this point, I was so into it, I wasn't even looking over. And I guess while he was walking out to bring out the last thing, I saw him. And he was looking at me like the whole time. And he's just like, and he just gave me the hand like, go ahead. Go ahead. Do your thing. It's your time. Let's go. Let's go. And, and then that's how Norm lost his virginity. No, my trip, my carnival trip to Virginia. But then I went back to the to the condo, and because the food wasn't out because the sun put it away, I was I then got got in trouble. Out. Oh! But then as I was getting rained out, I'm like, it's all good, man. I got my dick wet. You're real sick. So all that to say, you get, yeah, you get this. Like, he's like, so no, yeah, yeah, you, you do. Like, uh, you do get, you get the resistance. things or what? That's what it is, right? Yeah, some fall off the plate. Goodness, that's what it is. Yeah, it that's life. It that's yeah. life. Mm -hmm. It happens. Um, did you guys watch the VMAs? Yeah, yes, I did. 
You watch the VMAs? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I like. I like. I, wa- I, I watch highlights. Yo. I watch highlights. <laughs> Every time Wait, I ask for something, I expect them to be like, nah, nah. <laughs> I just ask to see. No. So you saw the highlights, though. I saw the highlights. I That's saw basically that all that matters, really. Yeah. That yeah. stage was huge, and the amount of times I saw one person dancing on it, I was yeah. like, what? Wild. Yeah. Um, one person that did stand out. My homegirl Normani. Mm, her too. Okay, but uh, <laughs> Missy Elliott. Oh, geez. Missy Elliott. Obviously. Allison. The, the, the champ. No, the Allison. legend. The legend. What? Missy you know, Elliott. How could you perform after that? Like, you know what I mean? Because they had, I think, what was it Jonas Brothers? They had somebody from. Yeah. Like, how do you follow yeah, that? Yeah. A gazillion dancers. I had a lot of technology. questions. But then um, there was just so many of her hits played. Oh. Like, I swear they teleported her at one point. Yes, I was did. like, was that. Video or projection into like where she was. It was like, all of the above, man. It was on some. And how, okay, can you guys tell me how many people are dancing in this Enter the Dragon scene here? With all it's the mirrors, mi- it's a bunch of mirrors. So but I don't is there even... only two people dancing beside her? No, it's four. There's just four yeah, around four and a ton of special. This new song is kind of dope too. It is. Yeah. The How do you guys? I love feel when about they um, the, uh, they did the. Are you down with lip singing? No, I don't like the lip singing. This part was like okay. Yeah. So was this? This is what I was wondering. Because they show her in the air, but was that? No, that was because they had um, partly. Part of the show was like um, for the audience at home watching. <clears throat> there were three D things that were put in, so like things that the audience there obviously could not see. Yeah. Um, I remember at one point uh, during like Bad Bunny and Jay Balvin's uh, performance, there was like little cupcakes that were just being blown up but they're, they're 3d like you could only see them if you were at home watching uh, the show um so i think that that was another one of those i think that that vision of her because i don't even think i i could be wrong i don't think that um she was uh even in the suit the in the rain suit when it was off at the side because you remember that, that transition cut to another part of the stage completely, and she, and was, she there was there already yeah. changed. It was like it was like the body, like the body falls. Yeah, and you're like, oh, Missy, you good? And then she's standing in the middle of the other. Well, side she's of the on stage. the hill for a bit. She's on a hill. Oh, yeah. There's like a made up. The yeah, there's like a made up hill. But I don't think that was her because you could easily put that. Remember that headpiece, mm-hmm. uh, sunglasses that she wears yeah. in that video. Plus, she's in a big ass garbage bag, so you could put any yeah. dark skinned black woman in there, and you're not gonna know that it's Missy. And that's kind of part of. Missy's genius too, yeah. right? Yeah. Is making you go, whoa! How did she do that? Like what? That's ridiculous. And there, that, there, there, yeah. it seemed like there was like CGI and pyrotechnics, yeah. like yeah. just the whole, it, everything in the kitchen sink. Do you guys you remember J Lo's performance for the Vanguard? No, I might have missed that actually. I think that's the one piece. Do you I remember missed. when we talked about J Lo's performance for the Vanguard? I think I missed that. I could have sworn J Lo's tribute was like twenty minutes long. Like it was, yeah, I don't know if it was that long, yeah, but, but it was fucking way. long. It felt that way, yeah. Missy's felt like, bro, like it's ten minutes. Quick. Yeah, it was very, yeah. It was very quick. It was. Not Who's quick. got more hits? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, Missy, Missy. Is, this is nuts. Mm. Yeah. I can't. I constantly book some some disrespect in this shit. Like that was one. Um, them introducing her and Normani at the same time. That's. Weird, bro. Super weird to me, and what very disrespectful. The bro, time? they came out and said her and Normani, and like her performed first, and then Normani came right after. No pause afterwards. Yeah, 
When every other were performer, behind, were they behind in time or something? I don't care what like, they were behind yeah. in. When you have every other performer there yeah. getting a formal introduction by two celebrities, like that's right. There's no two for one. Why is PK Subban and his wife coming out to give a five minute long winded intro to Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello? Right. Yeah. And you have because this is my problem. I don't have no problem with Sean Mendes Camila Cabello, but the majority of the advertising and promo for this award show was based around Normani. Yeah. Based around Meg the Stallion. Yeah. Both people you disrespected that night. Meg the Stallion, there's no reason we couldn't have gotten a big old free cash shit uh hot girl summer medley on that stage. Totally. It could have been a two, three minute performance. She would have came, boom, boom, boom. Nicki Minaj pops out, ah uh, ah. Uh, Ty Dollars there does the hook. You got ratings out the ass That's what there. I thought we were getting, actually. You know what I mean? Honest, Instead, Meg The Stallion is performing at the pre-show, right? Like a bum, like outside. a Like she's just giving out lukewarm summers. Like, yeah. like she, like she's not literally running the summer right now. Yeah. Um, but then Taylor Swift though, like the camera close-up shots, extreme close-up yo, shots. Listen, like yo, listen, yo, the whole show of her dancing. I'm like, yeah, and I, I get it. Rhythm, I get it. creature. In terms of numbers, <laughs> she has a lot of fans, and it's just like every other. Like if you watch All Star Games, for example, um, basketball or whatever, if you if Drake's there. Camera's gonna go on Drake a couple times. Bad Bunny in the Celebrity All Star game this year. Bad Bunny sitting on the bench majority of the game. You know who got majority of the camera time? Bad Bunny. <laughs> he played for like two minutes. That's right. But because of Bad Bunny, gets billions of views on YouTube. So it's like, yeah, we got to show Bad Bunny. And they're People also trying see to it. win the Latino. Yeah, you're trying to win a certain viewership. Because that's the one demographic that they don't really watch. And let's be real. The VMAs is going to forever suck Taylor's dick after what happened with her and Kanye. Yeah. Like, it's just, they're forever going to treat her as their baby. And, uh, uh, like, Normani, that thing with Normani really pissed me off. Um, Also, the, the Taylor Swift thing. So, like, putting the camera on here multiple times, I was whatever with that. My thing is that I don't, I don't see enough discussion around the fact that Taylor Swift manufactures her image through these award shows. She will bring either a, when she was on she was on top and everybody thought she was the good girl, the great girl, she would bring the other hit girls that are on gossip girl, a uh, girl that's on a come up singing a uh, black girl just to, to spice things up or one black girl in there so hey, I'm cool with everyone. Yeah. Basically what but Drake now does. when everybody hates her, everybody thinks yeah. she's a liar, everybody thinks yeah. that she's not shit, and a lot of people are turning on her, yeah. now all of a sudden it's the gay agenda for her. Oh, 100%. And I, here's Patrick so Hall. Because you, you, so you can't beat the gay agenda. Bro, like she won have. video of the year. Have you seen a Taylor Swift video this year? Wait, is, How it, that, do you is beat it that one when it's like Little Nas X. You don't. I don't know what happened last night. For <laughs> video of the yeah, year. Yeah, you just don't. That's ridiculous. Bro. Yeah. And then watch this. Do you know what part pissed me off for the most? I'm like, I even tweeted, I'm like, do they think we're dumb? Like, this is insulting my intelligence now. Yeah. She wins the award. I've seen multiple people, multiple people win an award that night. No one had a teleprompter. No one had a close-up. Bro, what I mean, they zoomed like in a, on this girl. They panned in on her face slowly yeah, while her acceptance speech was happening, bro. That's right. 
They panned in. Because she had the teleprompter. She had all... Bro, what I mean, she had five or six trans women up on stage. She had Todger Call, King of the Black Gays, on stage. Yeah. And she had a bunch of other gay men on stage. And she's like, everyone is equal in unity and blah, blah. I'm like, where the fuck was this energy ever before? That's right. Now, all of a sudden, you're a Democrat and we're, uh, we're supposed to just be, uh, oh, you're liberal now? Like, you're super left? Fuck out of here. Yeah. Yo, this shit pisses me off, bro. You know, what, you know what to recall, too? It's just like the Madonna moment. You know the appropriation of the Oh, my thing. God. So whatever's hot. No, Madonna back. And, you know, some yeah. of the oldest school people like um, voguing. Yeah, so, yeah. So, you know, which is hot in the, you know, the, the black community, yep. the gay underground. It's just like, yeah, they're on stage. She won so, them. And then whatever's hot now, you know, if it's reggaeton, she has a bunch of Latinos and Latinas on stage. Like, so Madonna did it for like a couple decades, bro. She, bro, did, it, I she have, did it with that rock joint. Remember when she made the Gap commercial with Rock and the Rock, um, the cowboy hat and whatnot? Yeah. That's what she does. I have she no problem with like you sticking up for the, a lump, you know what I mean a parasite. Yeah. I have no parasite. problem with you sticking up for the gay community. Yeah. I don't like it when you're using it to pander to people and to gain yeah. following from it because it's it's beneficial to you. I don't think she gives a fuck. I'm gonna be very real. Because Everything she does comes off as fake to me. You see her in the award shows, she'll dance. If I don't know a song, I'm sorry, I'm not fucking going off dancing to it and pretending I know the song. Yeah. I'm not pretending I don't know I won an award I bought. I feel like everybody that, at the MTV Awards are dancing to songs they don't know because they know the camera will pan to them at some point. So they're just sat there going, <laughs> yeah. You're way better off taking the Rihanna or Prince approach where just sit down and eat your food. Just yeah. sit and stare. Just sit there and eat your food. If you don't know the song, guess what? I guarantee you a bunch of people also feel that way on screen and you're still relatable. Yeah. I guarantee you people are watching and saying, I don't know this fucking song either. Yeah. For and we'll still think you're a cool person because... her lack of rhythm, you know? Because that's what, you know, people were just tweeting all night. They're just yeah. like, what, is she, what song is she listening it's to? It's not are even that. The same song it's not but, even but that. Everybody the clip that was going around... The clip that was going around, because I seen someone saying, oh, so, uh, celebrities get shown all the time, like, just dancing and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this is different. You are at... You are going to an award show, first of all, that's tributing someone. If I'm going to an award show that's going to be tributing someone, I'm going to find out a little bit about that person or their music if I don't know it already. If I don't like it, different story. But she appeared to be enjoying herself and liked it very much. You don't know a single Missy Elliott lyric. Work it was on my dog when they put the camera on her. That clip that's going around, yeah. is it worth it? Let me work it. She's going... <laughs> yeah, she's doing this hand thing. She's doing this But then at the same time, I'm like... The whole fucking world knows. Bro, I was thinking about this the other day because you know what stood out about the Missy Elliott um, performance was the work it part because she brought back Allison Stone, yeah. who was the original Fire. white girl Fire. that was in the music video, the little white girl going ham. I remember when I was a kid, like, yo, this little white girl's sick. Yeah, now she's a big woman. She reminded me of right, Baby look, K. Look remember like, Baby K? Look like Sinead O'Connor out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A dancing she looked Sinead like Yes Jules. Up there. That's who I thought it was. I thought it was yes, yes Jules. I was like, oh, Missy, no. No, baby, no. And then I put close up. I'm like, oh, it's the white girl. And then the picture started surfacing of her on the red carpet and her, like, getting ready for the, the, the show or whatever. There's a Pepsi commercial that she's, she's apparently done as well. And, like, apparently she's done a bunch of these commercials with Work It. Yeah. That's playing, like, that's the theme of the whatever commercial's on and the song's playing. And I'm like, this is insane. Like, this song is, like, what, 15 years old? I don't even remember how, what year it came out. Look that up for me. Look at what year Work It came out. And she's still getting checks that's off this. She's well, you know, a you grown wanna, you know, woman. You know what's her net worth? What? 1.5. 
What? I looked it up today. I'm not well, gonna lie. You gotta think <laughs> about it this yeah, way. Imagine yeah. how many classes you can choreograph around the world. You were in a Missy Elliott video. Mind you, she was also in Cheaper by the Dozen with Steve Martin and that See, and that speaks like, to um Missy's legend. Yeah. Like one that we don't talk about enough. O two? September O two. Seventeen years later she's getting checks and performing at award shows for the same song. And she's also like or not even so much low key, but like a songwriter, you know? So she's written oh, for yeah? everybody. Yeah. yeah, that's part of the she, vanguard. What? Wow. Yeah, she is oh, Missy, Missy. I thought you meant Alice. I was like, yeah, nigga. No, because she, she's releasing music too. So I'm like, hold on, wait, she released well, I mean, she been writing for people? Well, I, these days if you have if you're music adjacent in any way. You can, it's, and you've gained a name from the other person, you can easily drop music. It doesn't, you don't even have to be like a musician because there's so much technology to make you sound good. It doesn't even matter if you don't perform anywhere. You can make a couple, you can make a couple stacks off streaming and done and decide I'm not going to tour. I'm not going to do any of that. Like, mm. I just make music and done. It's true. Because I don't understand why some artists haven't done that. Why are there no artists that are so famous and say, mm, I won't tour? Because they know they can't sing live or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I haven't seen that yet. And I'm waiting because I know that that's the next phase of people saying, oh, music's going down the drain. You're going to yeah. see one artist come out and say, I don't tour. I don't do shows. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because you, you, you got to take it past the interview. But, but there's so much money that you get from touring. Yeah, well, that's where you make the majority of your money these days. The bulk of your revenues from touring, to be honest, right? So but you can make even, a couple thousand. Just as far as like Toronto or can't, like artists that don't get that, you're gonna have a really tough time at the end of the day. You yeah. Know what I mean? So your song could go like everywhere. You well, can, if your goal is you that, be, yeah. if your goal is that, you're gonna have a tough time. But I'm saying someone who doesn't give a shit, right? Like, exactly. if, if I don't give a shit to be famous, I don't give a shit to make millions. I just want to make a couple, couple stacks. That's right. Why, like, you know what I mean? I could just stream that shit. And you may not want to. And if the music's good, especially if the music, like, the quality's good. Yeah. People are gonna, people are gonna feed into it. But you could eat off cosigns nowadays. Like when oh, we talk about features, yeah, collaborators, yeah. you could eat off cosigns. Yeah. So you could say like, "Yo, that's gravy is this?" You know. Mm -hmm. Big Norman, you're eating off that for a couple of years. It's exactly. Like exactly. It's the cosign. Yeah. Um, Lizzo was a big standout. Oh yeah. Yeah. That girl is special. Who's Lizzo. Man. Um. She sings uh, DNA. I'm a hundred percent that bitch, and I don't remember the rest of the words. But um, she had an amazing performance. Is her yeah. trap flute? Huh? Trap flute. Yeah, uh, remember yeah. she did the trap flute. Um, yeah, you can't Plays play it anymore. But you remember she did the trap flute you know? like, yeah, um, when she was on stage the last award show, and she started twerking and playing the flute at the same time. That's G. Yeah, she's heavy. Yeah, man. she's that she's is G. she's dope, and There's she no gimmick there. She could actually, yeah. you know what? She well, it's showed, kind of a gimmick. Well, it's kind of gimmicky, but she showed that she, she can actually sing though. Like you know, oh yeah, body pasta, oh yeah, bunch of things. But yeah, she could play the flute, bro. She could rock yeah. the flute. And she could sing. Like she actually, you know what I'm saying? She's do we call it a gimmick I, I when it's? it's do we call it a gimmick only guess, when it's something negative, or do we call it a gimmick regardless? Because what she's no, doing is a gimmick, but it's, it's a not positive. But it's not a gimmick because if Michael Jackson could hump his hands into the like his crotch. And grab his dick and hop and have the world go crazy. Why can't this girl twerk her ass? That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. We're talking about the gimmick of being a big girl. Oh, I thought it was a gimmick of her no, 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 her no. Ass. Like body positive. She's very. She's a bigger girl, right? Mm. So you gotta think of it in terms of representation. You got so many big women that are looking at her, full of life on stage, mm -hmm. dancing her ass off, not running out of breath, fucking killing it, hitting yeah. notes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like she was hitting notes. She almost sounded like she was in church at one point. Yeah. And for someone, I seen someone, a girl, literally watch it and say, I've never heard this girl's music before, but I just watched this and felt so good about myself. 100%. And I was just like, Matt, like she's doing that for millions of people. Of course. Millions of black women, millions of bigger women. Like, yeah, I, I love it. Women look like her. They don't look like exactly tiny waif, whatever. No, that's and not she really had that in her like, dancers as well. Her yeah. dancers were all plus size women. Yeah. Like, that's oh, it looked like an old red man video. I've never. I don't know. Yes. You guys would yeah, be. Yeah. <laughs> <I'll> be <laughs> yeah. So red man started the wave. <laughs> red man started. Red man started the wave. Was red man the yeah. first one to ever put plus size women in his yes. videos and glorify them like that? Yeah, baby. Wow. I think so. Light skins with another. Actually, no. Maybe Sir Mix a lot. So it makes a lot. Baby got back. Baby got back. Yeah, yeah. But that was wasn't big so girls. Yeah, this yeah, big no. bottom guy. But still, big. Yeah, he, he had like two big girls in the video. Yeah. Oh, I can. Yeah. <laughs> His voice kills me. Um, I look at it differently. You know, when we talk about body image, I mean, what you see on runaways and in videos and things that are, you know, grossly, you know, manipulated and photoshopped, but that's not reality. You know, what's reality is more Lizzo said, to be honest. Yeah, like, exactly. If I walk on Queen Street, well, you know what I mean? I'm seeing a lot more of that than I am seeing what's on the runway. Even you know, the celebrities and people you see on the runway, runway don't look that good. You guys, like, I don't think people realize you are seeing these people at their best. They have trained professionals that are doing their makeup, yeah. doing their hair. They couldn't even look that good if they did it themselves. 100%. You know how I realized that? Or why, why, when I came to that realization, came full circle to me when it was, um, I was watching Love Island. <laughs> First episode of Love, Li Love Island, you can tell that the show helped mm, produce them. Island. Like their, their look, <laughs> their hair, the makeup. Their outfit, you could tell the show was the one that like they had to make up people and all that stuff to prepare them. After that, they had to put on their own makeup every day and live in the villa for like a month and a half, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm seeing how significantly less good they looked as the, on the, than the first day. And I'm just like, wrong, what's going on right now? Like, this guy, <laughs> these girls don't look this good all the time. Yeah. And people, I think, especially a lot of women, looking at other women kind of just think yeah oh yeah that's her i guess like even if they can see oh she's wearing concealer she's wearing that she's wearing that at the same token same breath they're still like but i can't do that you know what i mean yeah. and they hold themselves to this standard that's not realistic even for that person you're looking at <laughs> I, I tell people that all the time you know when you're like around celebrity like people you uh, it's better. It's like a fantasy, you know. Yeah. But then it's best for you not to meet them in real life because you're going to be grossly disappointed. Grossly, yeah. yeah. Especially some yeah. white people that are celebrities. Yeah. Yo, these tans do not look the same in person. Hell no. And some of you guys don't even realize there are tans because you've been watching TV so long. Because <laughs> you get programmed to think that these white people are this like no. dark in tone. Like, but when you see them and you're no. there, you're like, you're mad orange, yeah. dog. Yeah, orange, pasty, pasty. White. Your hair is weird and tall. Like, yeah. ugh. Yeah. A lot of gel it looks like it looks like hair plugs like this so much things the only person that didn't su didn't surprise or disappoint me when i met them was snoop like, yeah, just, snoop, snoop is snoop here's, here's yeah. the thing. <laughs> no I matter like, what i feel like when you meet people that are at the top of any game like my perfect example is just my because he's the top of the soca world yeah how does you it feel being that close to like yeah. but then you get the drake of soca that's the thing, because at first I was like, whatever, you're just another human being like the rest of us. I don't know you until these guys told you me. Shit you shit like know. I shit. Right? 
Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna just treat you like I treat everybody with respect and feed you as best food I can, like the best food I can. Yeah. So, like when they're like, no, smash, I'm like, nah, man, don't put that in my head. I want to just treat him like a human, have him treat me like a human. So I when I saw him doing certain things, I was like, yo, dog, like who are you? Who do you think you are? There was a point where you know some people were like, yo, just chill. I know, like, you want to stand up for some people or whatever, but, like, chill, you know? Then you realize... <laughs> Did you try, to, you try to humble Marshall? I wanted to, bro. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You can't. I was like, you're going to talk to... Mm. Like, I don't want to oust him like that, but I'm like, <laughs> you do not talk to other human beings in that manner, sir. Calling right? people fucking scunt. Right? <laughs> it's not talking to you, man. <laughs> it's like, want to hear from you, you're talking to you, man. He's like... Like speeding, anyhow, sorry, I'm not trying to like get, get this guy in trouble, but I was like, man, you're a piece of shit. And then we, we gotta get him I on the show one day. Mastery, gotta get like, him on the show. Around his day. work, oh, we'll get him one day. We gotta we get him on the show one day. But I was watching him at Marshall Monday. I was watching him go through all these fets, and it took a whole season, 42 fets in 30 days, to realize, okay, he just operates on such a high level mm-hmm. that like. For him to bring it down to everybody else's is like lowering it's just so his angering to him. Like, yeah. oh, why can't you step up to my level instead of yeah. forcing me to come down? to Well, it's like when you so operate I, on that level for so long and thirty-three years in the game. Exactly yeah. for so long, it's like, why do I? Especially when you know what you can get away with now. And, and yeah. like you, can, you little bit by bit, you push the boundaries. Right? He was good yeah. thirty-three years. Yeah. You know how far he's pushed mm. that boundary. Yeah. You know what, Matt? But here's the thing with Mashal. Yeah, he's a consummate professional because I've mm-hmm. done PR for him yeah. as well. People like him, Cardinal. They they need to do workshops, like open up a school. Yeah, because a lot of um. Our, you know, our trap rap friends, homies, like they need to learn because this guy is like a pro yes. on some levels that it doesn't Consummate even professional. It is ridiculous. Like what? How do you even manage He's a machine to do the things you do? He's a and machine. like, like he keeps everything so pro, like, like hits deadlines, is everything. It's a machine, despite man. still adding more and more to the mix. Normally, yeah. you'd be like, oh, if you're adding this much more to the to what you got. Something's gonna dwindle. Something's gonna fall apart. Yeah, but still finds a way to do. Well, when you have other people around you and you have a good team of people, and then you only have to focus on your craft. It's so much easier to be able to jump from thing to thing. You we think it's hard because think about the amount of workload we take on when we take on when we do when you do bear jokes. Think mm-hmm. about how many things you do. Yeah, and how much work it is yeah. to put into there. When really, if you had a team, you'd just be showing up. Looking around, all right, everything's good. I'll be in the back, yeah. and coming out and doing your show. Exactly. How much easier would that be? You could so you could do twenty bear jokes a month <laughs> if that was the case. Yeah. But it would be a daily tick. It's a, it's about surrounding yourself with the right people, the right team, like minded people who are about your progression. If they're everyone's on the same page about your progression, you don't got to micromanage. You don't got to worry about those little minuscule things. But the thing is, yeah. it's also knowing exactly what you want and because Marshall has been doing it for so long and he's done how many Marshall Mondays like when I saw him Are on stage, anybody on his team is friends yeah yeah for sure like close friends he grew up with or anything like that <laughs> yeah but all of them are gone now because mm-hmm. Jay came in <laughs> And no, I, I asked that because model. no, I asked that because that's very important. Like yeah. people here, but especially these did days, pull, hold him back. It, like the amount yeah. of people that mm. like were piggybacking off his off his success mm. and trying to front like they were like he had a throat specialist. 
Shout outs to Medic, okay? His name was Medic. I have a throat specialist okay? too. Right. She hasn't. But yeah, go okay. ahead. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Your dick's a throat specialist. I get it. So, Medic, his job. <laughs> His job was to make sure Marshall's throat was fine. So I was like, yo, medic, you know, there's sometimes you come mad late and Marshall's needs to perform. And I'm sitting here cooking all this food. Just, just tell me what to do and I'll make it for him. I'll make, I'll look out for you. Because the amount of times I've seen Marshall get mad because medic did yeah. the medicine on time. Hmm. It's like, if I tell you, I lose my, my job. job. <laughs> yep. I was like, so one day I was watching him. Yo, I swear this guy was just like putting whatever he could together based off like the ingredients I bought. And I'm just like, man, you don't know shit. Like, medic, you just fucking, you're just freeloading off this shit. Hey, sometimes, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Mm -hmm. And the following year, he was fired. Like, but I asked that you guys, you need a team though, right? Team yeah. to make the dream work. Exactly. That's a real thing. Yeah. It, it so that real top team. tier of whatever it is, actors, comedians, mm -hmm. musicians, they have a team. That yeah. is one thing I will put my, like, but no that's why I asked that. Team. Like, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, that's it's why not, I asked that because these days a lot of people are getting the advice that, oh, work with your friends. Hmm. No, you should use friends. your friends. Use the no, people no, 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 around no. you. Like you hear no, Gary Vee and all those motivational niggas mm. on, on Instagram and shit. Mm. Use your friends. Utilize your friends' talents and needs and quality. And blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, all right. I mean, that's true, but there comes a point where you got to like move beyond your friends because yeah. your friends will take you to that point where you can actually start hiring other people. But it's, it's well, like, yeah, yeah exactly. You, you want to get to that point. You don't want to use your friends all the way well, to that. you do like LeBron James and Chris Paul. Like what Boom. he does is Rich like, okay, Paul okay, this is my homie. You're my day one, whatever. Okay, take a business course at George Brown College. Yeah. For six months. That's how LeBron gets down. Yeah, exactly. And all that and then exactly. they understand the business. Yeah. And then, okay, we work. Look at Will Smith. Will Smith, um, Jada Pinkett's brother wanted a job. As a writer, he wanted to give him a, a story that he wrote for a movie that he thought would be good. Will Smith said, all right, cool, cool, cool. Um, lose 100 pounds and read this book back to front. And I'll, I'll take a look at it for sure. We'll do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he had to do that. He went and got a trainer, lost the weight. Now he's got a fucking eight pack. Ooh. And he's, his mind is laser focused differently. Mm -hmm. He read the book that was like, what they call a lot of actors call like the Bible for screenwriting, and he had to read that back to front. And like Will would ask him specific things in the book, and he'd have to just know it off rip. And it's just like, man, like that's how you put people in position to win. Don't just surround them around you because they're good at a one-two thing. Cultivate their talents and their qualities as well, so that you can get the most out of them, and they can get the most out of you as well. And to give you perspective, Marshall, when I first worked with him in the first year. Fifty people was his employee. Like that's how many people? Fifty, 50. staff members. Yeah. Last time I worked with him, there was about fifteen. Mm. So like, because you find a way really to reduce that, no? Yeah. So much. Plus, it's when you're spending that much money. I'm 50 not even people? part of the team no more. <laughs> I got trimmed. Fifty people, like yeah, that's a large team. That's a lot of mouths to feed. Mind you, he said every single person's name and brought every single one of us on stage, told us our job uh, profile, told us a little bit about He's each one of us. Big Nomi just cook for me. I have fucking <laughs> thing. He's my chef. Big Nomi's a good boy and he's going to sing for you. <laughs> did you? And he gave me the microphone. How many yeah. people were there? Yeah. Fifty, Like 15,000 people. And did you sing? Are you kidding me? What did you sing? Let's go. I was like... No, just sing it. Don't even... Just sing to, it. Just sing it. 
Somebody get this man some salt fish. <laughs> Somebody get this man some chow mein. Chow mein. I just, I just basically had his band play some gospel shit. And I just went off on some like preacher. <laughs> that's get jokes. this man some food. That's yeah, that was that was really it. That's that was good. that's yeah. But the point is, yes, a team is needed. A team is needed. You gotta be. You gotta know what you want. I guess. It's a lot easier to know what you want when you've done it for 33 years. Yeah. Or if you're Young Thug. Young Thug. Who's yeah, putting cool, out his on. first album. Hit number his one. first album? And has sold 131,000 units in his Wait, first Wait, his week. first number one album? Nope, it's his first album. So what was the one with his mixtape. dress? Mixtape. Oh, Barter was a mixtape. 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 All mixtapes. You can get away with that now. You can be five albums deep and just say, hey, this one's the album. Oh, yeah, Chance the Rapper, <laughs> Chance the Rapper released just his released his first album. album. Right. Yeah, that nigga won. been in the game like seven years. That's right. <laughs> like, That's what it is. Won Grammys and everything, right? It's, yo. Just, it's just a mixtape. Young Thug's show, uh, he, he uh, supported J. Cole. I blame Drake very... for all of that. Okay, the mixtape game? Uh, for the for mixtape, being playlist. able to just call it um, mixtape, yeah. whatever. Playlist. Because I feel like with, hit, with So Far God doing what it did, right, as a mixtape, and him constantly saying this was just a mixtape, right? Then you have, if you're reading this, it's too late. Oh, these are just some throwaway songs. I'll just make this a mixtape. And he had the, the shirt that said, I can't remember what it said, but it's, if you're reading this, it's a mixtape or some shit. I can't remember what it was. And look how well those did and the response from those, right? And then he's never afraid to be like, this mixtape did this, and I, this is the best mixtape. Like, So Far Gone, I remember when he was, was he nominated for a Grammy for So Far Gone? Yeah, he was, yeah, for, yeah, he was, yeah. And I was, wow. and everyone was just like, yeah, was. off a mixtape, and yeah, like, was, made yeah. number one off a mixtape and all that shit. That's right. So it's like, I feel like that helped all these, the, the wave of these new artists be, be able to say that, because you think about the weight it held at the time when Drake said it. Now it doesn't really mean shit. That's right. Because we're like, oh, mixtapes are basically just albums, but you just call them a different name. But when Drake did it, we were still in download mode. We are still like, you know what yeah. I mean? Because mixtapes to me, that's what that reminds me of, just searching, hunting for it. You can't necessarily just What's rap get God all the Father tracks. Today. Yeah, yeah, like right. digitally dripped. What's Viperial saying? Like, right. You know what I mean? So Do back in that time. Do still use that piff? Is that uh, pitch still? Really I don't know. think so. That's much really no? know. Somebody bought it recently, actually. Yeah. Was it Dame Dash? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. That sounds like a Dame Dash move. Whole can of worms. Dame listen, Dash. <laughs> listen. <laughs> you guys want to get into that? <laughs> Absolutely. You saw the you saw the interview with Adam Twenty Two. Sure. Yeah. What do you think? Ooh, I, well, I think it's. I agree with. Uh, I wholeheartedly agree with uh, most of what he's saying. I think. I Jake, usually do. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, I don't really, yeah, likewise. Yeah, I usually do when it comes to Dame. I don't know what it is. This, yeah, I, he speaks with uh, a new clarity, I find, um, in terms of how he views the industry and how he views life just in, in general. I do know he is very passionate and can go a little bit, can go a little left sometimes, but the, the heart of his arguments always come down to entrepreneurship and like yeah. being your own person, your own your boss. And boss. so like, I always respect him for that because he's been saying that. Yeah, he's a cutthroat businessman. He don't care for feelings. And once you get to know that, that that's his MO, like all the shit he says won't 
hit you like it would if you're like taking it personally. Well, a lot of niggas didn't watch the Hard Knocks Life Tour DVD. Because right. if you did, you'd know no, what Dame Dash is about, man. man this is no. What Dame was the one that taught me about the whole um, help you help your mans out so that they're in the same position as you. Because niggas always get done by a nigga in their crew. It's always one nigga that ain't get enough bread that come up and try to ruin the whole shit. Right. Build your niggas up so you a boss. You a boss. You a boss. <laughs> DJ Clues just standing there like an eight-year-old. Like, yeah, yeah, man. I hear you. <laughs> like, and then he created Desert Storm. Right? right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so but, like, but why are people so easily like distracted by you know the Dame Dash? Like it's like a certain, because the you know, nigga always the core of the core root of what he's trying to say. It's brilliant. But whenever he says it, it's after some Jay Z does something great. Right. Yeah, so timing. that's the problem. It's the timing of his yeah. From, he could be doing enough interviews. Yeah. For some reason, these outlets only broadcast or show when Jay Z does something, right? Because it's just natural, like to think, okay, I'm gonna get these views now, because. Dame, Jay-Z, he talked about Jay-Z, like, that's views. He said Jay-Z ain't shit in the video. Of course I'm going to pop, put that up. You know what I mean? Headline, yeah. But he's But he spits game year, you know, 24-7. Oh, that, again, yeah. That's what people choose to. That's what they gravitate like towards. Post-Jay-Z post kind of hit, you know? Exactly. I'm trying to think of another, like, like, I really cannot think of another duo that are linked without ever being in the same room so often. Jordan and, that Jordan and Pippen. Nah. But that's Pippen talking about Jordan when he's asked. Like, Dame Dash will just bring Jig up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, just it's like different. a bad ex girlfriend. That, that but the thing is, they're friends. It's, it, like, they're not. The, yeah. There's pictures of them since, like, whatever day. Like, they're chilling in the same room. Maul even talks about on the podcast. Like, this I'm is sure just Dame and his ego. Dame and Jay Z just knowing each other enough to be like, whatever, man. Jay Z's like. I'm I'm the like the funny, cool, quiet, nice guy. You're the fucking angry. I think Jay Z understands that about him roles. now. That's, yeah, I but love you. Man. I love you, my brother. But on you know I mean? Jay Z's path to success, his journey, there's a lot of a lot of bodies buried. You know what I mean? So I yeah. know, like I used to just going back, like the the Source magazine. I wrote for them for years, and I even uh, like Jazzo. Uh, so oh, I'd heard these stories. Um, yeah, there's there just so many artists that, you know what I mean, and under uh, uh, underneath, you know, like that just disappear and uh, no careers, broke, assed out, get, uh, you know what okay, I mean? Okay, like let's not do that. Let's, so let's talk about Diddy then. Who else? <laughs> Diddy got way more bodies, what? man. Diddy's, Diddy's got... Uh, well, there's a dozen yeah. artists who are just like, you know what I mean? Like, this is, oh, he, 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 Diddy's got groups. Yeah, like, yeah full on groups that, that are imprisoned, you know? incarcerated, dead. Like yeah, people don't talk about that. Loon, like people changing religions. Yeah, yeah the loon, loon, mace. from loon, mace, all yeah, that. Yeah, shine, to Islam, and you know, is it Craig Mack? R.I.P. Craig Mack. Judaism, Islam, you know, born again Christian. Like, wow. Yo, That's Craig hilarious. Mack was in a small town, bro. As a preacher, my dog, like That's a youth right. pastor, like That's right. Craig Mack. <laughs> Here comes the brand new flavor in here. Like this yeah. is a re- wow. This is no, actually crazy, though, eh? No, I never shine, took that shine in. When, you know, yeah, Judaism, you right? went Judaism out I mean, in, Mace in Belize. Norm's, Norm's, you don't know what you're doing right now. You don't know what you're doing. Norm's cultivating an entire set, five-minute set right oh now. Oh, my God. <laughs> my brain just blew up. <laughs> you know, I was supposed to be a freaking pastor once upon a time. That's why this is like, yeah, it's yeah. just coming together now. The joke is complete. <laughs> don't you love when that happens? Oh, it's when so something good. like, it's something it happens or somebody says something and this is my brain with the joke like you know that last piece of a puzzle you just 
it all makes sense now like and it was one it was that one piece that you couldn't even tell what the image was without it <laughs> it's like yo what is the full vision Here's i love when that happens yo i thought that it happened to me recently mm-hmm. i put that piece and now i've been showing the puzzle around me like check this and i was like oh that's a sick puzzle norm i can't believe piece that together and then the dave Chappelle comedy <sighs> special came out Yo, if and you're a comedian, man. So much of my goddamn yo, material. Dog, I hate so seeing much of my that. material down the drain. And yo, Dave Chappelle put it on it's wax. It's so crazy. To me, <sighs> it's a testament to like the level of comedian you are, right? Because there's I mean, some, I'm some on the same level as Dave. No, I seriously. Mean, <laughs> because think about it this way, right? There's only so many angles and things that you could think about when it comes to certain subjects. There's only so many angles, especially as comedians, that we can take that have longevity in the stance uh, where you can branch off into other things, all that stuff. And I'm not, because we, you, it's funny you say that. He's doing the Michael Jackson joke, mm-hmm. right? It's like, oh, don't go into R. Kelly. Please don't go into R. Kelly. You knew that was going to happen. And he though. went right into R. Kelly. But oh. the Michael Jackson joke, I've heard cr- Tricks do. Yeah. And I know Tricks hasn't seen it because Tricks performed this months ago. Right for his special, and it was the whole same sentiment of like, I don't believe him, I don't believe him, and the whole sentiment of if you got your dick sucked by anyone, <laughs> wouldn't you want it to be Michael Jackson? Is the king of pop, bro? Remember, I was telling you when I got back, so I got back from LA and I just saw Chris Rock live on a random performance, and this guy did a joke, he's like. I guess because he was about to, go, he was going up uh, before Aziz. So he's like, "I'm gonna leave the R. Kelly jokes for Aziz." I guess you guys want me to talk, Michael. And his premise was, "See, the question is not if they suck the dick. The question is, would I suck, suck the dick? Because <laughs> it's not just any dick. This is the king this of pop, Michael Jackson's yeah. dick. But see, that's but what I'm so saying. There's two, only so many angles you know? that you could exactly. take on it where it's safe." First of all, because you're dealing with pedophilia, mm-hmm. dealing with sexual assault and molestation, yeah. there's only so many ways as a comedian that we could tightrope that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, there's only so many times you can avoid the lasers, and in which way is it going to be? It's going to be one that everybody can understand. What's everybody can understand? Mm. This is Michael fucking Jackson. Mm. Whose dick else are you going to suck? Yeah. Right? And that is like, I found it so interesting. Andrew Schultz has had the same joke. Um, mm-hmm. The R. Kelly joke, he also did. Hmm. And I'm just like, wow, man. Because the same thing happened with me and Norm. Did, what's the joke that um, the, uh, Cons- uh, the consent the consent joke? Social we, consent. We have almost identical jokes for the same. Like, what I mean almost identical, like, he said he changes his voice up when he asks for the dance. And I don't know if this is a comedian and both of us were like, oh, British is the most proper because that's the yes. thing. I'm like, British is the most proper sounding to everyone. That would be like such a, a contrast for me to ask for a bubble and to start daggering her right afterwards, right? He did the exact same thing months before me. Right. Months, be- or was it a year? I think it was like a year before me. He showed yeah. me the video and I was like, wow. that is insane. But there's only so many different angles you can take on certain these, some of these things. And I feel like, because especially because now there's so much more access, you can see much so much more. Yeah. This has probably been happening for decades, where communities are in different parts of the world yeah. and they're telling the exact same joke. Yeah. 
because there's only so many ways you can tell it. Like at the end Chappell of the day, it's like this massive platform, right? Is that what? Yeah, it is? yeah. And yeah. He's and got so it. now so it's his. You know, now like, it's his. It's done. It's period. Because yeah. because my joke was pretty much I was just saying how. So I, I brought up three kings of music that are all pedophiles or like yours. Right? I like it, the angle like of yours it, way better. Right? Mm-hmm. Where it's you know you got Elvis, R. Kelly, and Michael. Artistically, okay? yours is better. Yeah. Now yeah. I was like. It's all in the, like while we're sitting here speculating. Don't even do it. Don't yeah, tell them after tell, because okay, I don't I'll want everybody on here to hear. It's too good. Okay. It connects too well. Like, you guys gotta come see me. Yeah, come no. out. Come out to the next he show. Connects in a, he but connects it in a like, different way. I was about to say because I'm like, can I even do this joke anymore? No, yours is hits. Yours is different. Yours is different because of that okay. third person. Yes, because you know the third person. Yeah, we we won't go into it, but you know that 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 part right there is the difference maker. And the link, the way you link it with Lisa. When's your next show? The 12th of September. Same. So, so on September 12th. Uh, oh, we're doing the same show? Aaron? No, you're doing Oh, Aaron's. yeah, you're doing POC. I'm doing POC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to Aaron's after. Can I put a little PR spin button on this? Please. So on September 12th, uh, venue? Uh, the Ossington. <laughs> At the Ossington, September 12th, come catch uh, Big Norm, nice. uh, where he'll be, uh, you know, dropping some uh, uh, humor. Some pedophilia gems. Pedophilia. Oh, <laughs> <yeah. Nice. laughs> Isn't that mad triggering, though? I gotta ask you guys, as, like, podcasters, comedians, like, public figures, that, that whole pedophilia, isn't that triggering? I was watching the special at Sticks and Zaz, I was like, whoa! Triggering? Yeah, no, I because I understand. Really, like, it was, hard, it was hardcore, bro. When I go into a stand, when I'm no? going into the realm of comedy, yes. I, I think about it. To, for a second, yeah. but I stop myself right away and, and think to myself, this is not malicious intent. He's not trying to hurt anyone. He's trying to make people laugh. You're in a comedy situation. Like, it's just like being in a comedy club. I'm yeah. not going to go to a comedy club where someone is clearly joking about every single thing they're talking about because that is their job. Yeah. <laughs> and people are going to take offense to it because it's in your mind. Like, I feel like almost people aren't necessarily even offended mm-hmm. that you said something they're offended that you were even could think that way. Right. Because they can't. Yeah. They, were, they, they block their minds from thinking that way because yeah. they feel it's wrong. So how fucking dare you? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's how a lot of people operate. I don't think it's necessarily you saying it. It's yeah. you. They, they think you're a sick person for even thinking it because they, could, they couldn't they think couldn't of it. They couldn't think that. Are there anything, things that are off limits, you know, um, right? Well, Sexuality, race, off gender, limits in terms like, of yeah, as as the know, audience. Like, yeah. Yeah. If I'm with a bunch of comedians, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll make fun of anything. That's yeah. where I go as a non-comedian, non, you know. That, you got to know where you no, are. No, just know your. Process, yeah, it's, it's, like, Yo, it's, it's a know your crowd thing. That's yeah. the entire. I mean? That's all of like, stand-up you comedy. You can say because you're gonna see things around your family. You're gonna yeah. see things around your friends that you're not gonna see around just a random exactly. stranger. Exactly. Right. And does that make you a piece of shit because you could say it around some people but you can't say it around others? The fact of the matter is, you said it. So just but I don't because think I you're a piece of shit front, because. But just because I said it in front of a bunch of people on this large platform, that yeah. makes me worse because I didn't say it behind closed doors like you did. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. We're, nah, man. Like, we all say it, just I chose to say it in front of a bunch of people. And I'm willing to take the, the, the flack from it. But listen, man, I'm ready to die for it too. Because, like Andrew Schultz said about that chick that made the joke about the XX session, whatever. Yeah. Like, to the people in that room, nobody really knew who he was. Yeah. So, like, they were laughing at the insurance joke, not at X. Yeah. They were laughing at the insurance company. So, for people to be like, oh, that's so insensitive to X, it's like, 
not to these people because they, they don't know who he is exactly. so when they're speaking on it it's just like it's just, what about somebody that's never heard of jesus christ now they just find out about christianity mm -hmm. is talking to some next person about christianity like listen to this stupid religion about this guy named jesus that's da, 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 supposed yeah. to save everything now that person's a piece of shit because he doesn't fully know about jesus like you do Right. Fuck you! This guy just found out. Yeah, right, sure, yeah. yeah. Right, and, even, and, and within Chappelle Six Stones, the trans community, right? Yeah, because he was going off. He was like, going in. I was like, whoa! I think what was true. He doubled down on us? every joke that he did in the first special for Netflix, yeah. which but is guys, what I was like, that's yeah. so nice. lit. He gangster. was doing the same shit. Yeah, that's shit was when he first came out, and then yeah. and then when he left, it was like, oh, come back, yeah. come back. He came back, dropped the same shit. Yeah. And everyone's like, what are you doing? He's like, no, he's doing the same <laughs> exact shit exactly. he did from Jump. He doesn't care. But the, what I liked about this one was uh, him not shying away, and he's so good at this, and it comes with knowing your celebrity, right? Because mm. you know everybody watching has seen the last one or, and know what the narrative around you are, or is, rather. It's easier for him to talk about certain jokes that he's done before and talk about people being mad at him because he knows everybody knows that people were mad at him. You know what I mean? Like you going up there and talking about it, it's just going to be like, all right, like, I guess tell us the story. But, like, but for Dave, when he's like, trans community hated me. You know, they had a lot to say. And you're like, yo, what did they say? What did they say to you? Because <laughs> you know you've been thinking about it. <laughs> the alphabet you know you were thinking from the last special, yo, their trans community is going to have something to say about this. And now it's time to say something. And he's going to tell us what he's gonna, they said. Oh, shit, I need to hear this. Like, I need to hear this now, right? And so he was able to just double down on everything and add validity to his jokes. But in the simplest way, this was fucking genius. He ends the second part of the special the question with the and Q &A. answer, yeah. right? Where people ask some things that like are in reference to some things that have happened before. But my favorite part is the credits. Yes, when he brought up the friggin' the, the credits, the, the transgender. They're just woman. pictures. Yeah, yeah. They're just pictures, but they're pictures of every single story he told. It is a picture of the moment he met Barack for the first time, and he talks about that story. Mm. The picture of Daphne, the trans lady he talks to at the bar. Mm. Like, every story he told... A lot of people told, don't even know that there was a second part to that. To exactly. That. Yeah. People are trying to tell me there's one episode. I'm like, he, got, he dropped another two-pack. Like, <laughs> like, the 20-minute part was almost as good as that full-hour special. Because, yeah. like, yo, the fact that he could do those jokes and then just give you a picture to prove that, yo, this actually happened because think about the you amount of times you've seen stand-up um amount, amount you of times you've heard a stand-up story thing, and like you're like man i wonder if that was like a real story like how much of that even me because i know how comedians how talented comedians are and they could just make up a story mm. and make it flow and seem very realistic like it happened just to give you context this this daphne uh transgender lady um basically came to dave and was like thank you Thank you for normalizing. No, nah, that's not what she said. Well, not thank you, but like she I'm said. She said, um, "When you were making fun of uh, R. Kelly or something like that, saying they're saying that you're normalizing rape, right? Mm. It's funny that they don't say when you make fun of trans people that you're normalizing us. It's cause, so he that's brought it. He brought mm. the the negative, mm. but she flipped it and said it could still be positive. Like you normalize." 
joking about pedophilia or rape or whatever, but think about all the people who don't make a trans joke, period. Imagine going, being a trans person and never being talked about. Do you not feel kind of more validated in society now that you are a part of the joke? Yeah. Everybody gets joked it's on. Just another you are now inclusion. a part of the joke. Yeah. Like that, what's wrong with that? Like, Don't you want to be made fun of too? Like everybody <laughs> gets made fun of. There's nobody that's off limits. I've seen people in wheelchairs get made fun of at comedy shows. Like everybody catches it. Why can't you guys just be a part of the game? Like we're all here to have fun. We're, nobody's trying to be mad at you or be malicious. But in this one hour, we're here to have fun, laugh it's about like, things. It's like an equal opportunity. Exactly. Um, ripping everybody. You yeah. got it. Poor whites, you know what I mean? Just like when people like, say, I'm not racist. Everybody. Asian, you know what I mean? Nobody right? gets Asians. Like, he's for literally everybody. He's Just like everybody. when Patrice says, I'm not racist. I hate everyone equally. <laughs> right. I don't, not, I don't hate one particular race. I hate you all. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> right. and I'm going to joke about you all. And that yeah. should be okay because right. I equally don't like all Jeez, of you. I don't have enough. any bias on anything. And if there are issues around disability, ability, communities, trans, communities, like you're largely rendered invisible yeah. In, yeah. in the realm of popular culture. And don't you so want to be visible? Just, yeah, hey, thank you. That's oh, my thing. That's interesting. So it's like, and then when he posts a picture of her, it's like, yo, he really probably had that discussion. Yeah. Yeah. And that's crazy. That's, that's powerful. Like, that's really powerful. And I love that he always ends it with, with his picture of him and his wife. Mm -hmm. Yo, yeah, and the kids. beautiful, man. Elaine. You get, like, an update, because we never <sighs> see them anywhere else. Yeah. He gives us his updates on this family through, like, the end of the specials, like, almost every time. It's so funny, because they look like a Toronto couple. I'm not going to lie. They do. Like, I look yeah. at them, too, yeah. and I'm like, yo, why do you look like somebody they look like they took to that picture on Center man. Island, yo. It does feel like <laughs> it feels very Toronto. Like, yeah. I'm like, this looks like the Jamaican-Filipino wedding that I attended two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, this is amazing. Yeah, no, it was lit. Um... No, real la one last question about Dave. Yeah. Now, if you were his publicist after <laughs> this was to drop, what are you doing to prepare for this? What are you doing when it's happening? What are you doing after it's said and done? Are you taking a, a long vacation because Ooh. this just killed your whole life? Ooh. Like, what are you doing? Or is this like yeah. like an opportunity for like a defense lawyer to show like I'm the best fucking lawyer in the game? I proved OJ's innocent. Like. Right. Yeah, I'm either a uh, not taking on the gig. Um, <laughs> uh, like, nope, nope. Dave Chappelle. I mean, he comes from the, like his parents. Like people just look at him as kind of you know loose cannon. Like the guy's brilliant. I he's mean, calculated. He just, he's like a total savant. Um, and and his parents. When you dig a little, you know, peel back the layers, you know, the mm -hmm. onion. It's just like his parents are just really smart. He he has a really incredibly smart household. He's just yeah. one of those mad scientists. You know, it's if like you listen to him, just speak. Of, like Lee Scratch Perry. Like you look at some. Musicians, Rick Rubin, like yeah. whatever, whatever he reference went, they're just mad scientists. Yeah. Right? Because people are just like. There's a method to their madness. The man started off the yo. special with a Prince song in between <laughs> jokes. No, no, he started off like, with a freaking suicide joke. Right. No, he started off with the Prince yeah, song. He was no. singing the Prince. Song. What are you talking about? He starts oh, off. Yeah, oh, cool. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. he starts. Oh, he starts me. off telling jokes in between a Prince song that's theming the jokes that he's talking about. Like, that is, he almost, it's like he's tapped into the spirituality of comedy. Well, because he is. He can, he's, he's. Changing. But how many people can we say, write. how many people can we say have truly tapped into the spirituality of comedy? George Carlin, Richard George, Pryor, yep. Eddie Griffith, yeah. I think. Yeah. Cat Eddie Williams at some point. Yeah, Cat, Cat has. You know, once you see that Physical sweat, comedy. Woo! 
Ooh, cats are monster. Yeah. Physical yeah. comedy. Patrice, you know who else is Bill Burr? Physical comedy um, that doesn't get talked about enough. Uh, oh, what's his name? Arnez. Arnez J. Desi Arnez J. He remember he used to host Comic View and he used to talk about his retarded brother. And he'd always be like, duh, duh. And he'd, oh, no. Guy, like, and he'd pull up his he, pants. He does that shake yeah, when he walks. Bro. Oh, that bro. Guy's good. That guy's Physical good. comedy. That's mm. yes, him. He is the <laughs> fucking man. That's right. That's right. He's so good. He yeah. is the man. Yeah. Bro, I always wondered what happened to this yeah, guy. What did happen to Ernest? Because after Comic View, I was so sure this guy was getting his own TV show. or Like, he could have easily done, like, a Big Mama. Mm. Yeah. Cause like he could, he tapped into characters and beca- his walk would change, his face would change. Like it was incredible. No, when, when, when he would do the brother. high pants walk away, like yeah, that yeah. Was oh so my what god! To him, though, searching desperately, seeking Arnez J. We gotta no, yeah. he was sick. That's true. That but then he just sort of disappeared, you know, like yeah. Arnez J. You know who else disappeared? Jesse Pickman. <laughs> Jesse Pickman. Oh, we're we're going in. We're going and we're about to find out where that nigga at. <laughs> Breaking Bad, the movie. I told you. Niggas. Were you a Breaking I Bad guy? I fucking told oh, you, okay. niggas. Here we I go. Here we go. We talking. Niggas. We talking. How many times dub? on this show did we tell y'all? Let's go. How many times? This is actually gravy exclusive. 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 World premiere. 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 Exclusive. Shit. Press fucking. Price is right music. El Camino. A Breaking Bad movie, October 11th. Not in theaters. No, 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 no. no, no. Netflix. Netflix has. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's obviously because of the amount of views that Breaking Bad has probably accumulated on. It's like one of the oldest shows I've seen stay on Netflix. Like, that's when you know a show is really being streamed a did they, lot. Did they ever release it and Netflix. bring it back like they did Fresh Prince? No. No? It's, it's always been there. Mm. Always been there. All the seasons. And you're an too. avid, like, you watch it front to back? No. You should. Breaking Bad? No, you didn't, you didn't no. care for it. I highly suggest it. Best I mean, show I've ever seen. I mean, what kind of shows do you watch seen. in general? What kind of, yeah, as far as show, oh are you boy. a show watcher no, or do you like, like read like a documentary? You're a fiction I see you, I I see you, you watching the nature of things. Yeah, with David Suzuki. I can see it. My dog David Suzuki. He's a gangster. Real OG. Yo. Because people talk, talk. talking about climate change, Brazil, Amazon, he, yeah, yeah. rainforest burning. He's been talking about that for the last 30 years, bro. Yo, bro. He, he's like been a, telling like us yeah. since the boom of food. He's been telling us about it. So let's get into that. And let's, how about the fact that he had an afro before Bob Ross? He kind of did. Did he? Yeah, yeah he yo, he's got an afro, man. <laughs> I've only known him with the uh, Liu Kang haircut. Yeah. Liu Kang? Yeah, they he had that Liu Kang. Liu Kang. He had that yeah, Liu sorry, Kang. You were about to say Yeah, no, but with uh, I saw, you know, the Black Godfather. I mean, saw Yo. well after the fact. And Whoa. you guys talking about Dame Dash. He's like cut from the same cloth as Black Godfather, Clarence yes. Savant. Clarence Savant. That's a Clarence Savant. documentary. Right? Wow, yeah. This guy's just like, okay, no, own your masters. You're not getting this amount of money. Then the thing about Clarence Savant is his attitude. Just what? so fucking gangster. What? He'd be like, oh, you need this done? All right. It's done. Yes. 
That's what you need. All right. Yeah. He already. Oh, you need to talk to this person. That's fine. Like, he can yeah. fathom it from jump. Yeah, which yeah. is a beautiful. And thing. just having influence in different and no help sectors, areas yeah. of life, yeah. right? Just Connecting doing his the shit. Politics of the music, you know, it's all uh, inextricably linked. It's all connected. Yeah. Like, people, you may think like, yeah, the comedy ecosystem has nothing to do with the music scene and the whatever landscape. No. It's all. You know, when I realized that, that's my world. Yeah. It's all Once I realized that, almost every celebrity now has a family member that was a celebrity before. That's when I realized, I was like, this shit's all fucking linked, bro. Like, when I mean, it could be the smallest connection. I remember uh, finding out ASAP Ferg's dad created the Bad Boy logo. And I'm like, how, wait, what? How weren't you going to be a rapper? Probably didn't get paid shit, but, you know. But still, like, that's your foot in the door. He was a Diddy's bouncer at one point. And that could be your foot in the door. Did he not necessarily uh, going to help you, but you know somebody that knows somebody that's in the music industry. Oh, your man. dad could call up a one, two or whatever. Like there's so, and I mean, there's so many celebrities like that. So oh, many rappers. Cause it's not what you know is who you know majority of the time. No, that like, is what it is. You talk, you reference Jay-Z. I mean, Big Daddy Kane, like my friend uh, uh, directed a documentary, you know, Big Daddy Kane and yep. he lives in LA. He's my editor at The Source and people- Is he in your top five? Kane, huh? Is he in your top five? Uh, maybe top 20, I would say. Top 20. Top 20. But Jay-Z was just like a hype guy, hype man. You know, yep. For those that have been in the game. Yep. Yeah, as long as I have. He's just a little he was a background dancer at first. He's a background, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So people look at him as Worked a his way up. MC, one of the greatest of all time. But yeah, he's just like a hype dude, you know, for those that have been in the game. I've seen I the have. videos of him and in the overalls. The you know what I mean? Yeah. Watch Big Daddy Kane. In the overalls with the high top. Yeah, exactly. With the, with the part. Kane, right. Je- Kane and Jazzo. Yeah, right. so, yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was under those guys. Yeah, so so he was embedded in the scene, further to your point. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Hype Man or Jermaine Dupri. We did some Kane Music Week. I you know, did a little one-on-one interview with him. He was a dancer, too. He was just dancing dancer. around, around. Missy it's, Elliott it's like was in Devontae Swing's uh, group, first group, sister. Okay. And, and, Back and in the day. Genuine used to just hang out because he you know, he had the same type of hair. <laughs> <laughs> and his Yo. name, You know what Genuine's name was before Genuine? Uh, fucking tornado. Oh. Oh, yeah. His name was Tornado. Because <laughs> he spun a lot? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he did do a lot of spin back in the day. Yeah. I would also say, too, I would also say too if you're not, uh, this is just advice, sort of industry 101, if you're, if you're not, uh, we call it like in the mix, mm-hmm. meaning, uh, you know, in some way, shape, or form connected to someone or something, yep. not so much a nepotism situation, but um, you're going to have a very hard time. You know, that's how Toronto is, too. Yeah. yeah. There are a bunch of scenes and cliques and organizations. And you got to know. <laughs> you got to have not, your If end. you're not attached, like, hey, I wish you luck. Ha. If you're a musician, Trust you're, me. I wish you luck, bro. Trust me, gatekeepers. Yeah, that's that's a real so thing. That's what we like to call the them. That's what us millennials game. like to call them. Yeah, gatekeepers. gatekeepers. Yeah, it's a real thing. Something's going on in America, bro. Oh, Talk to him, Marlon. Something's, some, something's going on in America, man. I don't know what's happening, but I think I think the cucumber agenda is reaching speak. Sparked the chicken agenda. What is that? Oh. <sighs> People are losing the their fucking minds. Losing their motherfucking sandwiches. Over a sandwich. Now I understand the sandwich is rather good. Fine. Cool. Thirty I, I million dollars in revenue from the black Twitter community. <laughs> good? I don't know. Right? So now <laughs> we had the cucumber wave. That was wild, girl. I don't know if you've seen that. You're a married man. Uh, <laughs> we, you seen these girls, the vegans? You seen the vegans sucking on cucumbers, putting them in there? Um, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> the chicken now. 
<laughs> Yo, people are yelling and harassing Popeye workers, getting into full-blown fights because chicken is done. There are lines out of the building for Popeye's chicken at certain places. They are running out of Popeye's. I've seen somebody call Popeye's on speaker. They made a video of it. And person picked up and said, hey, Popeye's, can I help you? Um, I was wondering. Yeah, we have it. <laughs> yeah, we have it. Then they hung up. Because <laughs> it's like, yo, like this is nonstop, hmm. right? What do you guys, are you guys like interested in trying this? Do you guys think, first of all, for all you people in Canada, they're like, oh, they already have a spicy chicken. It's clearly not it's the not same It's not the same one. one. It's the Chick-fil-A sandwich versus the, versus the Popeye's. There's really no competition, sandwich. apparently. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I've... Everyone's saying every Chick-fil-A should Chick-fil- sit this one out. Yeah, Chick-fil-A sandwich. Have you, you had Chick-fil-A? Yeah, 100%. It's, it's, it's overrated. Everybody yeah. keeps yeah. like, oh, No yeah. In-N-Out. I'll tell you that much. In-N-Out yeah. is overrated, too. Yeah. Not okay. to me. But for this marketplace, but for, for like a Canadian point. marketplace, yes. it'll change the game. Chick-fil-A. Oh, it's about to. It's, it's opening yeah, up. But it's, the game is going to change because it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's low cost. You know, it's just like it's. I want I wanted to start a wave. I wanted to start a wave of all these fast food. The thing is uh, why I think we don't have as many fast food chain restaurants and um, why a lot of them can't even move up here or it takes them so long because we have such different food regulations yeah. <laughs> than America. They had to change up almost their entire makeup of whatever they're making these foods with because we are not allowing some of that bullshit into this country. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That red 40, that green whatever shit, mm-hmm. like these little colors that they put in there yeah. in the ingredients and they don't tell you what the colors are. <laughs> right. The colors are filled with fucking um, mm-hmm. uh, mercury and all types <laughs> of shit inside of it. Yeah. And, like, they can't pull that shit here and can't. Like, you see the portion size difference when you go to McDonald's in America oh, and here. Oh, their medium drink is our large. Yeah. Their medium fries are, is our super size. Like, yeah. it's just a different ball game entirely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Chick fil A, Chick-fil-A where they're going to uh, shake up the game. I mean, change the game is. It's like. The <laughs> Don't say shake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> shake and bake up the game. Yeah. It's uh, the co- their condiment game. Like, it's just like. Oh, they, Polynesian sauce. They got all co- You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. They say, okay, which one of these nine sauces do you want? Yep. Like, what? Like, yep. what you mean? So, Not to mention their true. impeccable, immaculate customer service. The, what off the charts? You fucking buy your food, go sit down. Oh, I need more sauce. Go up to oh. the desk. Can I get uh, more sauce? Sure. What do you need? Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. There you go. My pleasure. It's, it's always their pleasure. Always, always. their pleasure. It's basically <laughs> like Chick-fil-A, like customer service, yeah. hospitality-wise. It's like the opposite of going to like a mancha, a Jamaican food. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yep, yep. That's what it is. But both are necessary. Yes. Facts. Very. Both are Very. so necessary. Yeah. A Tuni Tuesday main shop meal. Yeah. Oh my! Is so necessary. Yeah. That little box of rice and peas, or a little one piece of jerk chicken, yeah. golden rice kernels, and golden fried chicken, and dark golden, <laughs> dark dark burnt golden brown. Speaking, Speaking of great I things, never, I shouldn't even poke fun. I mean, just restaurants in general. Never mind Jamaica. I mean, I'm Jamaican, so I can poke fun myself. But um, yeah, customer service is sorely lacking. You know, what a lot of um, mom and pies. It's not good. In Chick Fil A, when you go in, to Chick Fil A, yeah, they're just like, okay, how can I help you, sir? Yeah. Can I bring you extra sauce, sir? Yeah. Are you okay? Like, it's just, it's, it's off the charts. Yep. Yeah. That's so funny. I'm sorry no, that's what it's like though. Because <laughs> Filipinos serious. are like. 
born to be the perfect, I hate to say this, we're like great yeah. servers, servants, and just because it's been in our culture as, you know, from being colonized by four different masters. So it's kind of in us to, to be very, oh, can I help you? What could I, you know? Yeah, that's Chick-fil-A. When I go to the Jamaican restaurant on, was it Jerk King? Just on, like, it's pretty much run by, they hired a bunch of Filipinos. Yeah. The rudest Filipinos I've ever dealt with in my life. Like, I was like, yo, you're you not Filipino. Assimilate. Why are you? Gotta assimilate like, to oh, the you culture. You're a Jamaican restaurant. I get it. Gotta assimilate <laughs> to the culture, sir. Um, speaking of great things, uh, Serena slapped up Maria Sharapova once again. Wait, after she, I thought she retired. Ooh. Didn't I tell you that she retired from the match, man? Oh, we just did, for we, the match. My we, bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> my this guy bad. thought she retired at the Rogers Cup <laughs> in the first set. <laughs> like, I'm done. <laughs> I can't. I'm over it. I don't like it anymore. Um, yeah, she defeated Sharapova to, to improve to 20 and 2 all time against her. Why do they still keep calling this a, a rivalry? This is a Dashwa Belly thing. Yeah. This is a slap up. It's because she's European, blonde, white. I mean, that's why. But she's not even Eugenie, that cute. Eugenie Bouchard. Why are we? Why are we talking about Eugenie Bouchard? I mean, why she's am I not talking everything. to Eugenie Bouchard? You feel me? You feel me? Ew! I met Jeannie Bouchard's sister at a house party, and uh, let's just say, <laughs> oh baby, yeah. oh, that was such a creepy look. That cool, refreshing taste. Um. Yeah, they really need to stop like hyping this up. It's like this no, has they, been a domination. Who's gonna beat Serena? Like, there's nobody that they can really create a rivalry from. Like, well, you think they're gonna create it? They tried it with the sisters. Okay, but there's a thing. Like, when you're doing that, but then you do articles like the Tennis Channel. Tennis Channel is a huge tennis uh, Twitter account, and. This is before the event. Serena Williams and Maria Sharapova will face off for the 22nd time in the 2019 U.S. Open first round. Which face-off was your favorite? Nothing wrong with that. I'm like, cool, cool, whatever. But this is the picture that they decided to use. You know, this is one of two times that Maria Sharapova beat Serena. They used a picture of Maria Sharapova with the championship trophy and Serena Williams sulking with the second place trophy, right? I was like, hold on. Let me just type in what what comes up when you type in both their names together to search for a picture to use. This is the 43rd picture. They they went past all of the pictures of her getting destroyed or standing there sulking or whatever. Yeah. And went to this specific picture to use. Yeah. I would have no problem with it had it been the first picture that was at. If it, if I typed it into Google and it was in that first two rows, I don't, I don't even care if it's. If I didn't have to scroll, fam, I had to scroll. When on Google Images do you have to scroll when you're typing for a specific thing? It's usually there in the first two rows, yeah. unless they typed in picture of Sharapova match where she won. Though that too, yeah. <laughs> and that's the first one that popped up. But still, but still, <laughs> you know what I mean. Obviously, looking. It's just so sickening. It's not a conspiracy. I mean, uh, the so sickening. Richard Williams, uh, the you know the father of the Williams sisters. Yeah, that's the reason he moved his daughters and trained them in Compton because yep. he said the conditions here, as far as gang violence, you might get shot. 
way uh, rougher. It's going to be just, way, just as rough playing uh, at Wimbledon. Pressures. Tennis. Pressure. Same type pressure. One is going to be more like a you know white supremacy. Yeah, the other yeah. is more. One's yeah. your life. Yeah. That's <laughs> the, yeah. But he said that's why he you know that guy said that's, that's tennis is going to be worse. Pressure. This kind of stuff daily. It's true. Yeah. Being two Being young a, black yeah. women from the hood. Two young black women in the hood playing tennis. Playing tennis. Yeah. And, and now look ones? at how many black girls are playing tennis, bro. Oh, geez, yeah. oh, See that 15-year-old black girl? That 15-year-old black girl is killing yeah. shit right yeah. now? Yeah. She dad? beat Venus. Well, what's the pops? She beat Venus, was, that 15-year-old black girl. Uh, of tennis player no. too? No. Yeah, not so the pops was man. just like, yo, I'm going to... He said he had the mindset to say, you guys are going to do something different. He wanted them to do something different. Yeah. Like everybody, every handle. black girl's playing basketball, you know, that mm-hmm. stuff, the, the cheerleading, whatever. Mm-hmm. He wanted them to do something different. Yeah. But he so put together a training manual. With, like, yeah. Like that he tool, created basically for a them? Basically toolkit to destroy yeah. um, the, you know, the institution. That, yeah, toolkit. Yeah. And you're going to do this, do this, yeah. And work to a T. Mm-hmm. That's some great yeah, fun. He reminds me of Matthew Knowles. Hold on, where's mom's at? Whenever I think of uh, oh. Serena and Venus, I think of Matthew Knowles for some reason, Beyonce's dad. Right. And like, because they both had to make sacrifices, but they believed in their daughters from a very, very young age that they would be where they're at now, which is like, you can't say that a lot about a lot of fathers, period, black, white, no matter what it is. How many fathers look at their daughters, specifically daughter, I mean, because the boys, for some reason, I feel like dads are quick to think they can conquer the world very easily. Whereas daughters, not so much. I don't know. I, well, I know why that is. We, we all know that why, why that is. But for them to have that type of thinking, especially when they did early 90s, like, like that's, I don't know. I give them a lot of kudos. You just got me thinking, too, that the one, the commonality, but like, they separate as well. Matthew Knowles and, and, uh, and their mother, uh, what's Beyonce's mother name? Um, Tina. Yeah, Tina. Tina. Like, they, so they blow up, you know, their children and yep. separate and shit. That's what mm-hmm. happened with the Richard Williams and Orsine. Yeah. Yeah, they just divorced after. You yeah. Mean, same thing. You know what and, it was? But they, one, yeah. one They probably they realized, like, okay, we don't have to be together anymore for the sake of our kids. Right. They're good. Now we need to split up to be better for ourselves maybe you know maybe but i feel like well when you dedicate that much and pour that much into your kids mm. there's got to be a fall off with something like just with anything in life right. when you pour into so much yeah. whether it be your job whether it be your kids whether it be drugs whatever it is yeah. which is when why you, will smith and jada adhere to that rule of we're going to love each other first before exactly. we love our kids exactly. otherwise we're going to lose ourselves trying to love our kids exactly and you see and the difference now family. you yeah. see the difference now mm-hmm. yeah i yeah. totally believe in that man yeah i'm i'm 100 adhering to that so like so you guys if you guys are in a burning like house is burning down your wife and your kid are there you're choosing your wife i'm choosing me wow no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> Of course, I'm choosing my children. I'm choosing my, I'm choosing my children. I'm You're choosing your lie. children. I'm choosing my children. Yeah. If between my wife and my two kids and my kids, I'm choosing my I'm kids. Choosing first. my wife still. No, I'm choosing my I kids. I can't make another wife. I can make another one of you. <laughs> we can make another one of you. We tra- we we did it once. You can find mm. another wife. Nah, that's too much work. Nah, I get. That's that not, big, that's bringing another kid into this world not as much work as finding another wife. Bringing another for kid, me personally. How old is the child? Is it uh, eighteen years? I don't care how old he is. So you're gonna have, you're gonna go another eighteen years yes. raising a child? Yes. That's harder than. How is that harder? Nah. <laughs> Who says I'm gonna find another person I love? Who, Who says said, I'll even be in a position to find I love another person? My I love? wife. 
Ooh. At the time when the house was well, burning down. Well then, do your thing. I'm assuming I love my kid. wife at all times. I just like y'all ladies to know that. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? I'm gonna love you at all times, baby girl. Do I love my girl. kids or do I love my wife? Mm. If I if I have to choose between my wife and my mom, same thing. Mm. Choosing your wife? Yeah. Because you can't fuck your mom. No, not that. Because I chose I mean, to become one with this person. Mm. You chose to become one with this person. If you're married with them, that is you now. But with the children, though, you've already lived somewhat of a life. So isn't that how it goes? Like they say, yeah, they haven't lived a life yet. Yeah, so that's, can, that's for yeah, me. No, for they me get into like, heaven yeah. automatically. They're kids. Nah, Apparently. Heaven According to the Bible, that's, hey, I don't make the rules, everybody. <laughs> hey, that's not true, man. <laughs> My wife has a way less chance ba- of making it to heaven than this child. You got to be baptized. You said they're not baptized. That's what christening is, isn't it? No, hey. Christianity is not a baptism. Oh, you must magic. be immersed. Why are you saying my kid's not baptized? Is Why are you sprinkle? just assuming my kid's not baptized? Because I'm just assuming I'm black. That, <laughs> no, I'm just assuming that heaven doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> so why the fuck are you getting baptized? Heaven doesn't so even exist. Why am I saving this kid? <laughs> <laughs> it's just finished. <laughs> you know what? Just let the whole house burn down with me. All of us die See, in it. Because then you save the kid, and the kid potentially grows up to be a murderer or something. Who knows? Like you don't know what this kid's no, gonna be. Save, I know where my wife you is. Save your wife, and she hates you and resents you for not saving the kids. Ooh. And she ain't giving nah, you no, she ain't give you no more pull. Then I'll like, have a kid outside the marriage. I'll have a kid outside the marriage. And then when she yells at me about it, I'll be like, You weren't ready. So basically saying you <laughs> would still have kids after the kids died. Of course, I gotta replace them. This took a really dark turn. We so don't chase them, we replace them. Sorry. Now, how would you save us from a PR nightmare that we're right now? <laughs> <laughs> There's no saving this podcast. Let's just be very real. First of all, we're probably one of the more progressive podcasts that you listen to. True, true. In terms of like comedy, <laughs> we woke. We don't, we don't be calling women bitches, whores, sluts. Well, maybe sometimes. And yeah. when we do, we that do it with norm. respect. If it's norm, if it's, if it it's me, I'm the one saying "bitch" and "hoe" and "slut." Yeah, I don't say. But bitch. I'm not saying it derogatorily. Is that a word? Derogatorily? In a derogatory. In a derogatory <laughs> manner. Like, I'm an author, and no, sir. In a derogatory manner. Uh, if nah, I do it's it, mostly it's mostly the guests. <laughs> it's mostly the guests that do it. Yeah, but when I'm doing it, like for instance, you guys should do a mall tour. This just came to me. You did Eden Center, you mash up the place. Yo, honestly, I'll fuck female. up a square one, you know. Square one. Just put me, in that, put me in that, that food court, I'll mash up that food court. I'm down. No, it's got to be all Scarborough strip malls. So like Morningside <laughs> Listen, malls, as long as Jane and Shepherd Mall is in it, I'm dolo. I'll so be I'm mall, Jane and Finch Mall. I said a mall tour, real malls. I'm down. Okay. <laughs> not in Scarborough. Not Jane and Shepherd Mall, no? Not a real mall. It's got a nice African linen store in there. It's a library, food basic. Nah. Now we, we just got to do it at all the XTCs. <laughs> <laughs> so two places. Malvern Mall and Albion Mall. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, suffering. That's right. Ball. Suffering. <laughs> oh god suffering the good old spell check good old poor and suffering um travis scott documentary um and song will be dropping well today if you're listening to this on wednesday when we drop um oh before we move off from serena best part of about him beating share uh, about serena beating sharapova uh serena's husband was there and he's in the stands and he's wearing a dare shirt. Mm. So good. And if you guys know Maria Sharapova's Ooh. history with performance-enhancing drugs, which she never gets reprimanded for in the later years, I wonder oh. why. Um, 
He's wearing a <laughs> he's wearing a dare shirt, which for you guys Shots who don't know what fired. dare is, it's uh what's what's dare stand for again? Look it up. Just Google it. Um, like dare is drugs. Was it drugs? Drugs are are really drug abuse resistance education. I thought it said for drugs are really excellent. I'm pretty sure that's what crackheads turned it into. Yeah, okay. Kind of like the gay and proud for Gap. Yeah. All day I dream about sex. Um, for Adidas, what else happened this week? Big Sean, Funk Flex Freestyle. Did you guys see that? I did not. I did not see that. Pretty good. Was it? It was pretty good. Okay. It, wasn't, it wasn't the greatest shit I've seen on there. Far from it, but yeah, it was pretty good. Not, Sean, he doesn't spit like that. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, he's not an MC. I mean, he thinks he does, though. Cool, he thinks he does. anything prolific or like, oh, no. my God. Like, he no, thinks he spits like, cool yeah, he thinks he spits that that top three fire. God. But so did Dylon, you know what I mean? Like, every yeah, one yeah but it's Dylon. That is Dylon. Who's I your mean, top three? Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. Do you have or do you have a top five? Top five rappers mm-hmm. of all time. Um, I mean, some cool G rap. Um, okay. I, I would include. He needs to get up higher on that list. Okay. Yo, nobody knows about Cool G. G yeah, because everybody cool that rap knows rap. about Cool G is dead usually. So. No, it's everybody <laughs> that knows about Cool By G. now. <laughs> died in a di- game of dice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cool G rap. Who yeah, else? Best yeah. list rapper of all time. Yeah, that's. I right. gotta say that one hundred. Who else is in your top there's five? No big pun. There's no. There's no a lot of rappers without um, Cool G rap. I'd say uh, Karis one. Mm-hmm. He would have to be up there for sure. Um, and then certainly Biggie, uh, 100%. Pac wouldn't be in my top five. Or, Thank you, know, you God. Like MC. I respect no. you so much more now. As far as his activism and what he yeah, yeah. certainly. You know exactly. Mean, outside of rapping. Yes. Yeah, of exactly. Five, but rapper? As far as like an MC. No. Thank you. Definitely not. I keep telling these people. They keep thinking I'm a hater. It's just, this is facts is facts, man. Yeah. You say KRS1. Yeah. And I remember. It's ridiculous. The uh, Stop the Violence. Uh, that's right. Tour he did in That's Toronto. Right. I just posted we, on my Instagram. Right? I saw that yeah. 10 years later. Yeah. I remember we were in council chambers. Yeah. You remember that one point when he's like, I'm not saying I'm number one. And I was like, you're number one, two, three, four, and five. Right? I screamed that out. But then later on in that meeting, do you remember one thing he said that made everybody, like a lot of people stand up and walk off? I You know, I did. Yeah, remind me. He said... <laughs> Killing is natural. All oh, right, that's right. Death is natural. Wait, say that again. Death is natural. Killing is natural. Then he says, rape is natural. Nigga, what? My man KRS once said rape is natural. In and Toronto? I saw all the women in the crowd that were out here to help stop the violence stand up and get ready to be violent. Like, it was... I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, this violent about to be, this, this violence about to be You're natural. You're not going to stop the violence by saying rape is natural. But I was like, okay, you could explain. Now, this is your moment to explain now. And I am not sure what he said to explain himself. Till this day, I still can't remember if he pulled himself out of that. But I just remember, like, what were you trying to get from that KRS? Like, especially, like, not that far into this whole pros like in this talk, he said it. I was like, "Oh no, no, Karras, don't!" Yeah, but what? W- sa- I mean, he says things to like he's kind of like their couple. You know, having 
wearing another hat as a journalist for many years. Like he, he is certainly one of the top. Like because he's just he says things to provoke reaction. Yeah, you know for what sure. I mean? Like he's he'll say yeah he'll touch you know things that are taboo, sensitive, much like a great comedian would. He like did Dave what Chappelle. Dave Chappelle did. He's the same. He said thing. that he said the f word out loud. One hundred percent. You know, so he's like that. Uh, Charlemagne the God, same thing. That guy's yeah. he's on some this a whole best. other level. I love a whole other level. Okay, he's gonna make your brain the synapses in your brain like your brain's gonna explode. So this is what he did. Um, but I think I think the most um, gangster thing with that whole chaos one in Toronto City Hall, Hall Council Chambers. Yeah. You were there. Um, it seems to me that this uh, stop the violence movement now, because you know the shatas have kind of run Toronto now. That's just what's happening. You know what I mean? People this is the year. Everywhere. This is the new year of the gun for sure. One hundred percent. It is breaking records. Yeah, yeah, there's more shootings. You know, July than ever in the history of Toronto. Mm-hmm. And um, but even back then, it seems like we're, there, there's no uh, forward progress. It's like we're regressing. We're devolving. Yeah. You know, as the numbers are going up, because people are just like, yeah, year of the gun and all that. It's, it's just the numbers are rising. Shatas appearing everywhere. People getting shot everywhere now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like before, it was just you know. It wasn't just hoods. yeah. Now Everywhere, Bridal Path, Forest Hill, doesn't Andy, matter. Yorkdale Mall, yeah, like Eaton Center. My wife and daughter were, the, you know, in the mall when that guy, you know, was busting off shots wow. the food court. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. So it's just hitting everywhere, you know. Yeah. Close to where I live, just uh, t- uh, three days ago, Marley Avenue around Jungle. So it's happening everywhere now, right? So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really skeptical, you know, as far as this, you know, funding the three levels of government. It's, it's like a joke, you know what yeah. I mean? And you can certainly you can have programs and say, yeah, we're going to do a you know rap program and all this. That's the, they know shatas, you know what I'm saying, like registering for no hip hop program to make beats and rhymes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just yeah. tell you that, right? So yeah. if they think somehow, in my time, it was like you open up gyms to play ball. Okay, basketball yeah. program. Can't do that now. You know what I mean? Well, you can't, you can't Gotta do. rent basketball gyms for like $600 That's an right. hour. So you can't do that now, but craziness. naively thinking that I open up some gyms so you can play ball. Like, that's where the real G's are, you know, are going to be, go play. No, they're not going to play ball. Yeah. They have no interest in sitting behind, a, you know what I'm saying? To become a sound engineer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it's going to, yeah, we're going to have to think a lot harder and deeper on that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, what else happened this week? Uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Um, same. Stormzy cheated on Maya Jamma with Georgia Smith. <sighs> Georgia, no! Georgia! Georgia! How could you do this to me, Georgia? Um, there's a text message screenshot, and the girl says, so my sister went to an event on Saturday, which I was supposed to go to, and saw Stormzy all over Georgia Smith. Like, I'm talking hand down her, too, and everything. You're not allowed cameras or phones in there. So yesterday, I was looking at Maya Snaps, and I DM'd her and said, Stormzy's cheating on you, thinking she won't reply. And I've been now having full-on conversation with her since last night. And you can see, like, Maya Jama saying, thanks for letting me know. I appreciate you. And there's no... Like, when I went on wow. her page, I don't see any pictures of Stormzy anymore. Oh, mm. If this man got George Smith, I will fucking cry, bruv. I swear it down, bruv. I'll fucking lose it, man. <laughs> It's fucking mocking me off, bro. Is that a picture? Oh. A new picture? Is that a new picture? Oh, boy. Fucking hell, bro. Oh, man's, man's getting the beans. My fucking heart, bro. Um, but yeah, shout out to Stormzy. Um, <laughs> I mean, you still got to kind of big him up. Like, look at Georgia Smith, man. Wait, wait hold on. Was it Stormzy? Look at Maya Jamma. Look at his his ex, Lord. Wasn't Stormzy the boy got taken? Having, having a look, was saying some things about Drizzy. No, that oh, was Wiley. It was Wiley. That's yeah, it was Wiley. 
Um, the world's Ooh. highest paid actors came out the list um, from Forbes. Some familiar names, of course. Who do you think is at the top? First and foremost. I, I haven't seen the list. I'll show you up. Who do you think is at the top? At the top? Highest paid actors? Oh, boy. I don't know. Get, yeah, come back to me on that. I'm going to still... No, uh, no. It's, it's who wants to be a millionaire? Music. Okay, let me see. I would think the richest actor to date. Of the year. Of the year. Uh, it's pretty obvious. Like, you guys should know it. Would, would have to go to... Um, Sometime this podcast would be great. Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. You? Nah, I'm blanking, bro. Nobody? Intern? Like, man or woman? Duh! Nigga, what the fuck? Top, top of top. Who's the top? Who? Scarlett Johansson. Y'all are all so off. No. The Rock. <laughs> Which the I rock. thought would be you guys' the number rock. one choice. Yeah. How's that a surprise? Yeah, I was gonna he's say in a million Ke- movies. I was going to say Kevin guys. Hart. He's like on some Kevin Hart type. You know what I mean? The Rock does more yeah, movies than movies anyone. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the man drops like three or four movies a year. Yeah, yeah. 89.4 mil for The Rock. Don't mm-hmm. forget he also had a TV show, Ballers, which is coming to an end in its final season. Jeez. This one was a surprise to me. Chris Hemsworth. 76.4 million. Doesn't that nigga just play Thor? Yeah, right. What other? He's play, he's getting seventy six mil for mm, Thor. For Thor, yeah. Men in Black yeah. was it that big of a check? Because it wasn't that big of a movie. Who and talks about Men in Black four? Anybody? Yeah. No. But that's Silence. an amazing feat considering he didn't even go for that role. Who's third? Tony Stark. Mm, okay. Mar- Robert Downey Jr. All sixty the six million. Yeah, I guess all the Marvel guys are getting paid yeah, that Disney yeah. money. Yeah. But wait, here comes the twist. Ash K. Kumar is in fourth. 65 oh, is million. Is Bollywood? Probably, yeah. More than likely. Hmm. I don't know. You're not yeah, that's, that's Bollywood. Right? That's Bollywood. That's, you're assuming. Racist. Um, <laughs> yeah, but imagine Number five. Like <laughs> Jackie Chan. Well, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Why is that for sure? Because Jackie Chan's been one of the top of tops for years. But that, why is that a for sure? That still does not answer See, my question. Because, he, China, what have, what has, because China has more people. But has he been making movies? In China? In China? Of course. I, that's not an of course. I don't know. Well, Have well, you seen his movie? Jackie Chan is a global artist. Are we in agreement yes, with that? Sure. But he so would you expect China. that his movies only release in China? I would expect that he does... Chinese movies. I would expect where that he's too. just doing Chinese stuff, not for English people. I would English expect people. it to still be global, like the rest of his Chinese stuff but that then, went global. But so he, he, like he, what? So these earnings, like gross earnings, that's like a global like yeah. account, account. World's account. highest paid okay, actors. That's why some of them. I'm just like Jackie. No, I'm saying he's always up there. But like, no, I get it. Yeah. But my thing is, why aren't his movies that are have always been Chinese, almost almost always? Why aren't they global like that anymore? Why aren't they? Maybe the maybe he was like, you know what? This is I'm not gonna. I don't want to see a, no English overdubs over this one. Let's just keep this Chinese. Mm. Yeah. I'd love to, yeah, I'd love to look up on that to see if he's doing it exclusively on purpose because um, he was his movies. No matter if you there were subtitles or not, wildly loved, yeah. like yeah. widely accepted. And I never the thing is with Jackie Chan, I never seen there was no fall off. It's not like he did an After Earth. Mm. Like Will Smith or like... No, no, uh, no. He did the spy movie. What spy movie? Yeah, exactly. exactly. No, but what's there's the spy movie called? That's it's called... No one knows. That's, that's there's that's a spy movie. movie with Jackie Chan and right. it did shit. Nobody cares, yeah. It's just, where he was supposed to be... Foreigner. The foreigner. foreigner. He was supposed to be like... like a. But didn't that gym. just come out like last year? No, no, no. Not even... 
2017. Well, even before that. So that even what was before that? that? When he was like a like a a cow like he was a cowboy for a bit. No, no, that was, maybe I'm switching things up. But no, it was the one when he was a spy, and that one yeah. just tanked. Yeah, it's um, yeah sixth place, totally Bradley weird. Cooper. Okay, sure. Whatever. Fifty-seven million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tied with him at in sixth place, Adam Sandler. Yeah, <laughs> Adam Sandler drops the most Netflix movies. Than anybody, yeah. like, nobody drops more Netflix man. movies than him. Can't believe people watch those movies, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. They are unbearable. <laughs> unbearable. No it's the poop. same jokes that he's been doing. No pooty thing is unbearable. And he's still ah. and he's still speaking gibberish <laughs> in his movies, and it still works for some reason. I I don't get it. I never will. Uh, Chris Evans. Who's that? Captain America. Oh. Okay. Forty three million. Yeah. Marvel again. Paul Rudd. Ant Man. Marvel yeah, 41 million. Marvel 35 million. 10th place, my dad. Will Smith. Will Smith. And his bitch. You heard me? Normally he's numbered like top three, I find. <clears throat> um, that was probably just the genie <laughs> and YouTube. I don't even know. Um, Disney Plus will offer up to four simultaneous streams and 4K content for $7 a month. Mm. That's, so what you're getting is Disney, ABC. ESPN, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, FX, Fox, 20th Century Fox, National Geographic. Like, what? Seven a month? Seven dollars a month, my guy? Jeez. Simpsons. And you know what they're doing? Oh, so much smarter than Netflix. Episodes drop weekly. So you can't binge them. Mm. It's kind of smart. It's kind of risky. But I think there's longevity in it. Yeah, it brings people back to that format of... Because I think people do... Miss that, miss that waiting. And also, I think it's a, a good thing for them to do considering Twitter. And, for, for example, when we were watching the VMAs, I tweeted, we don't like award shows. Because everybody that watches them does nothing but complain the whole time. Yeah. We like watching things with the timeline as a family. And being able to bust jokes and talk about things in real time that we're all watching all around the world. That's the only good thing about award shows. That, that's the only appeal these days. Yeah. If there was no Twitter to be social with people, yeah, no. you're not fucking watching an award show. No. Nope. You'd watch the highlights the next day on YouTube like yeah. everybody else. Yeah. You'll watch something else right now. Why am I sitting through this and I can't even talk to anybody about, yeah, about my anger? <laughs> There's nowhere to display my, my grievances of yeah. this person winning this award. So it's like, it, it, I feel like it's going to be the same thing with, with this, like with the Dave Chappelle drop. Everybody was on Twitter today talking about the Dave Chappelle jokes and all that stuff because it's just we like just seeing things all at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's smart for that. But, sorry, I just stumbled upon something on Twitter now that we're talking about Twitter and black comedians. This is just some fucked up shit. Yeah, so, Paul Mooney's, yeah. Yeah, Richard yep. Pryor's son is... is Confirming that Paul Mooney had sex with Did he confirm it? The son confirmed it? Yes. Richard's Pryor's son confirms Paul Mooney did have sex with him while he was a teenager. Oh my God. Because Richard they, Pryor's ex bodyguard claims that the comedian put out a hit on Paul Mooney for sleep. Yes. The, this comedian, was, was it? this guy was the one that uh, unleashed a story with comedy hype. Relationship became now, fragile. Wasn't he okay. one of the people that were because like. Paul Mooney had f***ed Richard's son by that time. Okay. And. He violated, and that's any man, uh, if you violate their children like that. Mm -hmm. So Paul took advantage of, of the situation. 
And so from there on, whatever Paul Mooney was to Richard, and there was a time that Paul Mooney was Richard's friend. You know, I acknowledge that, um, which is why the gay community really couldn't say anything mm -hmm. they attempted to about Richard because Paul Mooney was his friend. And they laughed. So when Paul did what he did, it was a violation of friendship first, and then my son, you know. Um, right. And in some circles, that's supposed to be dealt with. So, Damn. Did he, 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 Paul, Richard went to this guy specifically. Well, not went to him, but was just airing out whatever. Like his, he just wanted to clear his head or whatever and told him that he wanted to, he wanted to get Paul Moody killed. He wanted a, he was going to he was willing to spend a million dollars to get him killed. And this guy he's like I'm not going to lie, I thought about it cuz I know people that know people that could get that done. And saying a million dollars is wild because he I know people do it for 10k. Right. So it's like and then he didn't think that Richard was serious. And so 2 weeks later he, he was with Richard again. He's like, you remember that thing you told me that, that other day, blah, blah, blah? And Richard was on it the same way. Same energy, same everything. He wanted him done. Yeah. And a million dollars back then. That's, oh, that's 10 mil God. Now, yeah. That's, some, that's real. Like, that's, Not a joke. But wasn't Paul Mooney one of the people talking slander on, talking shit on, on Bill? Um, he talks some shit about everybody. Everyone. Everybody. It's Paul Booney. But he wasn't. But he wasn't like one of the ones that were like. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't, he wasn't. No, he wasn't like uh, on it like that. Not at all. Um, Man. Yeah. That's... Wild. Sticking in the comedy world, Eddie Murphy will be hosting Saturday Night Live on December twenty-first, um, which only leads me to believe that Coming to America is gonna be done and wrapped really quickly and out by probably early next year. Because why else is he? Come on, Eddie's not just doing Saturday Night Live for no and reason. And there is a lot of even though they have patched things up, they have patched things up because him and Lauren not good for years, not good for years because of the way that everything ended with them. Um, I just want to see a stand-up special as well. That's I want to see him fucking do impersonations, bro. Yeah. I can't wait to those. Fuck the opening monologue because he did that already for the anniversary. I can't wait to see this nigga in some skits again yeah. in real time. This will be the only time you'll see me watching Saturday Night Live because yeah. he's about to be in his bag. If they get him to do Stevie, I will fucking lose it. Yeah, yeah. Over. If they get him to bring back Stevie, I will lose my mind. Because at one point, Eddie Murphy was the one keeping the lights on in Saturday he Night Live. He was completely. And there's, been, and there's been a significant drop off. You know, when he left, it's yeah. just like, yeah, most, most of America left. Chris Rock realized yeah, as soon as Eddie he came in that this guy was going to be the guy. Yeah. Because, like, Eddie was just on another level from everybody else. Eddie was doing movies while still on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> this guy was doing Beverly Hills Cop, yeah. trading places you and shit. Delirious came out when he was he was 21 when he did his first stand-up special. Yeah? 21! Yeah. Delirious is 21. 21. How fucking How go, fucking bro. whack are we? We ain't yeah. shit. Nah, it's not even 21. that. 21! I'm so jealous of, like, when I hear stories from Dave Chappelle and people like him who at like 14 were like Dave Chappelle will tell you he was raised by comedians. Like he was, he's been in the comedy club scene since he was 14 years old. Yeah. I could like, I could only pray that if I could reverse time, that's what I would do. Cause you do know how fucking sick I would be. Yeah. 
If I started comedy in a comedy club at 14 years old, you also know how depressed you'd be at 18. <laughs> Like, I don't give a yeah, shit yeah. if it means I'm Just a fucking be, master. The type of people you around, you know. Yeah. Kind of Actually, I don't think you'd be depressed. I think you'd have more of a, a good scope of what reality is and what it can become. Because you're so young and you're watching all these older heads, like 30-year-olds, yeah. getting into the stand-up comedy game super late. They hate their other job. Wife's driving them crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's it's different when you're 14, you're growing up in that environment. What if you're in the same position? You're 20 something, whatever. Then yeah, pretty fucking depressing. I can't find when I see the clips of Seth Rogen doing stand up at 15. It's like, of course you're this big Hollywood, you know, movie writer, comedy writer. This guy's been sharpening the tool for fucking years while we were playing basketball and cops and robbers. Dave Chappelle was in a comedy club making grown ups laugh. How long have you been writing? How long? Um, probably. You, you're I'm mad young. Yeah, well, I, I mean, wrote my first piece when I was three. Generation X, 70s baby. Wrote my first piece when I was three. Guys might know it as the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but I'd say probably like, uh, yeah, since like in the early 90s, mid 90s, you know, that's when I really. It's actually Now Magazine in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. That's the first published piece was Now Magazine. First time I saw a check, I was like, damn, you get paid to do this? Do you have, did you have a stick? Check, bro. Did mm-hmm. you have a stick or anything like that that made you stand out like this is your thing? This is what Dalton. Dalton does like, like the Dalton tag, like yeah, for sure. And Dalton signing out, oh. <laughs> mustard on the beat, like same kind of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of it is hard. Uh, no different. Actually, it's interesting that Chappelle, uh, people of that nature, you know, the Boondocks. Like, it's just things like pop culture, uh, black culture, youth yeah. culture, technology. So, what you were talking about with stand up? Yeah, always. Okay. Always talking, like, so, not a lot of people were talking about those things, no. or in the way you were talking about them no. at that time. What I appreciate about now, in fact, a lot of uh, you know, including guys like you and YouTubers, is so I was one of the first. You know, as far as like black, co- like people look at you know, uh, was it Elliot Wilson? You know, uh, yeah, all that stuff. Like yep. I, I'm the guy who brought him to Toronto first. Like if you go back, like you know, so I'm, I was the one. Shout out to Elliot. Shout out to Elliot. Elliot was at my birthday. Like people Shout need to, to put respect on Dalton's yeah. name. You guys yeah. don't know how much oh. this guy was. Like the re- there's so many. I think the respect is on his name, so but I think he things. doesn't want that. Do you want that public notoriety type thing, or do you like where the position you're at now, where you could be in the cut, making your the money, mystique. still being that guy? Do you prefer yeah. that, yeah. or would you like people to be like, yo? Because it gotta be sometimes yeah. you're sitting up in a crib, like, or reading something that somebody yeah. did, and be like. I did that like seven times already. Found. Yeah, and I kind of did. Um, there's a, no, and I kind of did a lot. I mean, there are a lot of yeah people out there making money. Uh, they're, they're my sons. You know what I mean? Woo! Woo! So they need to respect the architect, you know? Mm. So it's just like people bring like, you know, like, oh yeah, Elliot Wilson. I'm like, yo, dude, ask Elliot Wilson who connected to Toronto, you know? Facts. He'll yeah. say, Dalton, just go to New York. And they say, Dalton Higgins, man. Yeah. But people say, first time I didn't know what Toronto was. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. vantage point. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? Y'all put a put fucking respect on my nigga Dalton name, bro. So it's a lot of things. I don't even list them out, you know what I mean? Jay Dilla, guy say, oh, you're Jay Dilla in Detroit. Oh, I know the resident. I know the resume, my No, guy. this is what it is. The first interview anybody read about Jay Dilla, I'm the guy that did it. But from here, right? Don't so be fooled by the body like that. that I got. I'm still awesome. <laughs> Dalton with the locks. Yo, that should be that should be the, the song right there. The I'm still Dalton with the locks. <laughs> I used to have a little, now I got a lot. Oh, man. But how would you feel if you saw someone stealing your writing style? 
Yo, they, they're doing it to this day, bro. You and know it yeah. pisses you off, right? Of course, it's corny as hell. But do like, white like people third, do it? It's like a third-rate derivative, you know? Like, it's like ah. a second-hand smoke. It's so cheesy, it doesn't, you know? Like There's this girl. Um, her name is Chelsea Worthy. Mm-hmm. She's a makeup um, MUA girl, uh, MUA YouTuber. And she created this style of um, doing her, her makeup videos that is very unique. One I definitely have not seen any other girl do. Um, and now she's finding her style like be- basically being stolen. Like this is her. Put on some makeup. See how the edits are. It's crazy. It's like a whole production yeah. that she does, right? Now there have been a number of makeup artists that are stealing her swag stealing, and bigger they have bigger accounts like right so it's the same thing we we're talking about with the oh, whole man. Chappelle doing your joke thing if if now if people see that and then they see you after they don't know who you are you're the smaller account the automatic assumption is you're stealing from them yeah and so black women were like uh-uh not today no 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 boo boo and um i've been watching her account uh Yesterday she had eighteen thousand, I believe. Today she is. Uh, what does she have? One hundred and twenty. Let's see what she like. Her actual um, page has now. She is at. Wait for it to load. Forty-three thousand. Tripled up in twenty-four hours. Hmm. And that's just off women being like. Yo, recognize this is the girl that did it. Yeah. Big accounts of black women that are putting it out yeah. and just like staring the narrative back to where it needs to be. And like, yeah. Rihanna, get this girl to do some Fenty videos for you. Right. Put her yeah. on blast. She needs, to be, she needs to be everywhere. She's the Dalton Higgins of this makeup game. Okay, put some respect but on the know, name. But the one thing you have to do is um, with, uh, you know, not, not so much myself, um, because I kind of, uh, again, I'm, I'm more like the zeitgeist, you know? I'm that guy. Like, I have people around, you know? So I just know what's hot. I'm just one of them kind of weirdos yeah. like that. You know? Yeah. Um, but a lot of innovators and originators, um, they're not getting checks, you know? So a lot of a lot of icons you guys may look up to, if you look at their bank statements, it's not, it's not good. So Jeez. you got to, like, pay, not just pay homage and yeah. pay respect, but, like, uh, like you know get them involved in shit pay the yeah, creators really man, man. Oh, pay the creators. just let people no, it's really know bad. a lot of like oh i don't even yeah. want to get into that i no, understand no no i, I get it a lot of legendary rappers, i get it you know, cool herc is still begging two shows to do shows yep. here and it is not good mm-hmm. you understand yep you couldn't sit there and your idol paul mooney whatever certain people like, what paul mooney's like certain people rent. that are in this city that are in positions that i am disgusted that there are people in higher positions that could be doing the right thing and are yeah. not. I'm not going to name any names because yeah. I don't want to throw anyone under the bus or anything like that. Yeah, I do. But there are some <laughs> fucking people in I'll this dri- city, I'm driving bro. the bus, so go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to do it one day. Yeah, It's just not meant for today. But there are some people in this city that, yo, yo there needs to be so much more respect put on the name, fam. Yeah. I ain't even talking about myself. I'm talking about other people. It is yeah. nuts yeah. what they out here doing. 
Yes. Or have to do out here. That's right. It is nuts. <laughs> so um, it's not right. Thank you so much for coming through, man. Do you have yeah. any last minute gems? You, any anything you want you want to throw on people? No, just just you know you got. No, I'm really proud of you. Like I said, that mall tour. I was not joking, man. Because that Eaton's Amen. Turn up like that's that's a big. Uh, let me uh, give you an Eaton Center story. We did show like yeah, I have this weird relationship with Eaton Center. Eaton Center when I was a like b boy way back in the days. You know what I'm saying? Like ah. you guys in your b boy stance. Yeah, you know what I mean. When you guys are like a concept. Hold on, what was your people? What was your people? I'm not saying that was just you know an idea. No, no. Well, I didn't even really have a real one to be honest. Like you know what I mean? But we used to break dance the that are and get run like police chase us out. Holy shit! So, you know when you throw the cardboard on the. You know, and now right? that nigga dances yeah. out there with a V for Vendetta mask every day. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Stun. You That's paid the way. Don't pay the way. Y'all niggas showed the force some respect. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> what happened? I would be chased around, you know, by uh, mall security, obviously the. Paul Blarts of the Eaton Center. Yeah, yeah. Chases around, police. Just trying to break. We just wanted a place to break dance. You know what I mean? So we yeah. just go different parts of the mall. But then again, there was a roller skating rink that I used to frequent. It was across the street from the Eaton Center. You know where Young Dundas Square is? Used to Back be like when a, the shopping mall was there. Yeah, exactly. It used to be a roller skating rink. Yep. I come from, I used to roller skate, bro. We could do a whole separate podcast on that. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Scouts and Robounce. Yeah, yeah, had some real like a real time as a kid. Yeah, because I've been running the streets when I was a kid. Mm. I'm not that old, but I've been around forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, and then 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 also too, I produced some concerts there. The Eaton Center is crazy, like Chaos, Cardinal, Rascals. We did a big. Did you concert. have anything to do I with Mariah? That. I remember that. Do you have anything to do with Mariah when Mariah came through Mariah for Carey? the Chris for the no. Christmas tree unveiling? No, I know I didn't have anything. That was a moment. But yeah, but anyways, we had chaos there, Cardinal. Then the speaker system just bust. Yeah, bust. You know what I mean? It's wow. crazy. And all these kids, I was just so I have some just the horror. No music. Yeah. No, no music. Just, yeah, horror stories. I only hear about these from like the OGs, yeah, and it's so funny because my my sister and my cousins always brought me to these parties with older people, and like I would just sit in the corner, just hear these stories. Yeah. And then like when they'd bring it up, and I'd reference, oh like yeah, I remember like at four one six, I wasn't there, but I heard. Yeah, and then like to hear this is just like yeah, and like I tell you guys, we should organize some man. sort of like roller skate, you know, Toronto like, fireside stories yeah. or something. Yeah, it's roller skating, man. It's even roller skating. Then you ask a girl, "Hey, can I hold her?" It's crazy stuff, man. It's stuff. Wow. We need to organize sense. something like that, like Toronto fireside stories. Like set it up like a, um, you know, are you afraid of the dark? Where it dash mm. the pixie dust in the fire. <laughs> you can no. do that and just tell a Toronto story that's crazy. Like that would be yeah. nuts. Are you afraid of the dark, Huss? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> And with that, we want to thank Mr. Higgins for coming through. Thank, thank you. you so much. Um, dropping the gems on us, letting us know a bit about Brother the PR Johnson. life. Um, any, anywhere you want people to find you? Yeah, just get me on the gram, you know, Dalton Higgins 5. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm starting to use I have a couple accounts. We got to get rid of those other four Dalton Higgins. Dalton Higgins, We got to take those niggas out. Yeah, I know. I got to stop. If y'all see Dalton Higgins 1, 2, 3, 4... Or just Dalton Higgins by so report that account. Yeah. <laughs> we just need number five. We just need number five to be number one. Uh, Look out for book number seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there is 2017. It's what? Oh yeah. Uh, can I even drop a hint? No, I can't. Dude. Listen, this is the uh, man that this is the man that wrote the first unofficial autobiography mm-hmm. of Drizzy Drake himself. That's right. Oh yeah. So like, right. we trust your writing, sir. That's we a know. Whole separate podcast. Right? Oh, that's a whole separate podcast. We are gonna get you back. Oh, Don't I can't worry, buddy. Bring that up. Because um, I'm sure there's stuff that didn't make the cut. Oh, why did we ask him about what didn't make the cut? Nah, nah, nah. We got we got to say oh, something for the next episode. We yes. bringing him back for sure. Gotta bring him back. Thank you so much for coming through. Thank you. Um, do you got anything you want to promote this weekend coming uh, up or anything? I don't know. Nothing. POC. Nothing? That's it. Um, I got Aquario. Uh, we're doing a water park 
well, water fight pool party um, at Aquario Beach Club in Pickering. This Saturday, 2 to 10, come out, have some fun. It's going to be crazy. Like, it's going to be crazy. It's the last weekend of the summer. It's going to be nuts. Um, but yeah, other than that, thank you guys so much thank for you. listening. Thank I'm Marlon. You. I'm Big Norm. And that was the Extra Gravy. Sorry, I just had to do that one more time. Extra, <laughs> extra Gravy. Bomb, 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 bomb. You say I'm tripping bullshit. You're the one to make me do shit. You're the one to make me feel it. The feeling of stupid. I was in your corner when you were putting me. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.